Welcome back to The Suspense is Killing Us. It's me, I'm Kevin. Travis. Matt, hi. Boy, oh boy. It's been a while, gentlemen. Yeah. Been we, three, uh, we took three weeks off. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I moved, yeah. and I'm going to move again. Yeah. Yeah. This week. There was Thanksgiving. There was Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving happened. You went on a nice trip. Did I you go to your? Did you go to see your folks? No, I'm going for for Christmas. Christmas. Well, so we're not there yet. I'm getting a new dog. Matt's getting a new dog. Another giant dog. Another probably. giant dog. I'm gonna get another killer dog. He's gonna cram into a tiny space. This dog is gonna be 800 pounds. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm hoping she'll be pretty big. Going for the world record this time. But you know, she's got big paws. She's got. She does have big paws. Which, yeah. which, which, like they say, means that it's gonna be a big dog. Big but shoes. I've also seen just dogs that are like have, have really big have paws. Really big paws in her the, small, a, the agency you know, sent Matt a picture of the dog palming a basketball. <laughs> it was dunking. It was a baby head. <laughs> The bo- the, it was, it it was, was just it's <laughs> not the dog's claws encircling a baby's skull. <laughs> Jesus! They they photoshopped her in with LeBron James from Space Jam Two. I own it now as an NFT. The dog's considerably bigger than LeBron James. As an NFT, yeah. So you just, it's worth forty seven million dollars. So, so so you got that NFT? Did you would you screen cap that from your phone? <laughs> yep. The, the dog can't shoot free throws for shit though. I mean, it can dunk. It dunks great. It's like it's, Shaq. Hold, it's holding a press conference to announce that it's going to be my new dog. I thought you were going to say it was holding a press conference to announce it's not getting the vaccine. <laughs> Is he not vaccinating? I, I, no, I don't think so. Oh jeez, he's being LeBron. Very, he's being very precious about it. Oh my god! So other basketball players are being very open about it, and he's and he's being like cagey, wink. wink. <clears throat> you know, like well, I'm not saying I did or I didn't. It's my private business. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Just anybody out there. So sorry if you're listening. You're not vex- vaccinated. I mean, I'm sorry that you're listening. I guess. <laughs> no. As long as yeah. you're paying the Patreon money, don't get the vaccine. Well, yeah, yeah. If you're paying care. the Patreon, yeah, whatever. Look, if you get, uh, you like. if you get COVID, just don't cancel the Patreon payments before you die. <laughs> as long as you're paying that 450 month Heil Hitler, I don't give a shit. Whatever. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. That's wow. What's the name of that rule that it always deteriorates into Nazi stuff? <laughs> that's the end of what us. That that's going to get quoted. Or that's going to be the only time. We're it's gonna, gonna get be the poll we're gonna, quote. We're gonna get picked up by some fucking uh, major online rag now. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll get more listeners though. We'll yeah. absolutely get, get the more wrong listeners. kind, probably. So what? As long as the money pays, these, baby. These guys who review, we should do we should do three <laughs> review shitty thrillers. <laughs> we, should say Hitler. <laughs> we should do three movies next time that have Joe Rogan in them. Absolutely, there's got to be three. <laughs> And then they're all great. Yeah, that, they've got to be great. With the Norm Macdonald <clears throat> joke when I saw him, where he's talking about the about Hitler having a dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's like, he's like, Hitler had a Hitler had a dog. You know, and that, that dog was at home going like, uh, going like when Hitler showed up, he goes like, oh, oh, Hitler, I can't wait to see Hitler. Oh, Hitler, you're great. Oh, Hitler's so great. Oh, Hitler's great. And he's like, what if, uh, what if you guys just recorded that part and put that on the internet? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I got the booster uh, on Monday. Oh, I haven't got mine yet. Yeah, I haven't and been able I, to get mine yet. Uh, I found I, ca- I did come to find out that this is apparently common, but I do have a swollen armpit right now. Interesting. That huh. is a thing that can happen. Really? Yes. Like a little, just a lump sticking out of my armpit is the lymph node, and that happens. Uh, like I was at first kind of like it doesn't hurt or anything like that, but I was in the shower and I noticed. It. I was like that. I recall my armpits being concave. You're like, this better not be a tumor or something like that. Yes, exactly. And then I, but I had just gotten the mm-hmm. booster, so you know, you check. 
And it was like one of the main things. Like, oh yeah, huh. you get a fucking swollen That's armpit good to for know. sure. Good to know. Good to You're know. probably gonna get a swollen armpit. Okay. And then, <laughs> and then I thought it was like gonna go away really quick. And I, and so I, the next like two days later, I like look Googled it again. I was like, how long is my armpit gonna be swollen? And they're like, it's gonna go away in two, three weeks. Oh jeez. <laughs> like what? Really? That's a really long. Seventeen, time. eighteen years. <laughs> It'll go away, and you know, in your later life. That's good to know because if, if I if there were something like that, I'm like, oh shit, that's cancer. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's it. I'm done. Yeah, but those would <laughs> those usually feel like hard, and this was a big, just like a big okay. sw- soft patch. So if anybody gets gets a swollen armpit out there, it's 100 percent fine. Don't uh, don't go to a doctor ever. <laughs> <laughs> don't ever get it checked. Where'd you get yours? Like these are they've been hard to come by. Did just you some go to some weird pharmacy in uh, Othello. Othello. Mm. Yeah. I got an appointment the at the Safeway across the street from me in Ballard, but not till January. What I think I'm going to do oh, you is got the appointment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But and also like all the pharmacies near me don't I know they say you can mix the the vaccines, but I don't I don't want to do that. I've heard it's I've heard and I, yeah. this is just a hearing from people. But and then again, even doctors don't fucking know it. Right, no, right, don't right. Know all the Nobody stuff. knows. It's complicated, but that it's good to get like the other kind. Yeah. Really? That's what I was. That's what yeah. That's what I. Because the other, cause I got Pfizer the first two times, and they both knocked me out for a day. Yeah. And I don't know if I want to fuck around with something mixing with that. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. My that's that's what my sister said too, and she's a scientist. That's she true. Said, she said you <laughs> should get the other kind. She said, I mean, she said the same thing Travis said that she'd seen reports and stuff that that they they that's what she did. Her and her husband got the opposite of oh, the one that they because they'd it heard like fills that, in yeah. the blanks of the other one supposedly or some shit. You, know, you know and That's she's like any scientist of course of like it. she's like any scientist like you know we you know what we know what we know fucking science yeah you fucking science <laughs> they don't know it 100% for sure uh, trust the science you right <clears throat> religion knows 100% for sure science versus religion is a big deal in these movies oh boy oh, man, yeah we got it. We gotta go. We gotta go there. That's there's a even good a, there's, transition. There's even a fucking like uh, you that's know, the whole plot of the a, second a fucking, one. But there's even a fucking like uh, world-ending uh, disease in mm-hmm. one of them. Mm-hmm. So, oh, which boy. I kept, th- which I was thinking about. His name oh. is Ron Howard. Oh no. <laughs> No, I'm just his name kidding. is I like, Dan Brown. I like Ron Howard. Yeah, his name is Dan Brown. I can't believe you made Let's, it through this and still have affection for Ron Howard. That's yeah. like amazing. Uh, he's the least of its problems. Yeah. I don't agree. I well, think, I, I, there's I a agree, lot of problems. I agree hundred percent that he's the he's. Well, I don't know if he's the least of the problems, but he's certainly not. He's not. Um, the and nobody, mo- not nobody could have made this material good. I. I don't think anybody can make it good, but it's it's just like a real, no, no, no. it's a real intersection of mediocrity, like Dan mm-hmm. Brown meeting Ron Howard. It's just sure. like, wow, this is incredible. Like and Akiva Goldsman. And Akiva Goldsman. This is the Super Bowl of the, mediocrity. The biggest problem with it for me, especially the first one, and less than the third one because it's so fucking stupid, but like the first one especially is like the script and just that like the, so Da Vinci Code yeah. right so we're talking about the three Dan Brown Da Vinci Code movies The Da Vinci Code Four Angels and Demons yeah Four Christmas and Inferno yeah uh, cuz Christ it's really all, they're all kind of religious and Christy right. and stuff um, and uh, and they Christmas. are they are the three most boring movies in recorded history <laughs> so incredible the f- the first one especially symbols are a language that can help us understand our past Professor Langdon, the chief of police would like your assistance. I'm not sure how much help I'm going to be here this evening. Dear God, a murder. 
that hides a message. He did this himself in his own blood? Is it possible? A code. This is a message. Your grandfather left you. He left us. Only he can break. Professor Harry. Demons, omens, codes, monks. Yes. So here's the, the plot. The, the the thrust of the of the Da Vinci Code is that like Jesus fucked, and there's like and they and they're hiding they're hiding a thing. They're hiding like that that secret or whatever, right? There's like there's like well, it's a it, fun it's a it, fun central conceit. It presents I think. as a chase for the Holy Grail, and it turns out the Holy Grail is a chick. Sure. All I'm saying is that like the the like the core thing that it's about is kind of fun mm-hmm. and like goofy, and then. W- like so, if they if somebody adapted it, I don't. Again, I don't like you said. I don't think these could ever be good. Have any of us read the books? I have not. No. Okay. Uh, I don't think these could be good, but like they could have adapted it into a movie version, right? That was like that was like, like the taking novel. the stuff. And the first movie is particularly feels like they just transcribed the novel because there's long fucking scenes where characters. It seems like they're reading from the book, mm-hmm, like yes. they're reading Dan Brown's description, and you're like. I've seen movies that are bad but are fast-paced and they're like, well, this was this is clearly stupid, but at least I'm not fucking bored. Right. This movie stops every fucking five minutes to have Tom Hanks or Ian McKellen or some other fucking person explain what the movie's about. Like, and even if you have any questions, if you're like, hmm, that's a, I have a lingering question oh, they're gonna after the scene, they're going to answer it five minutes later, <laughs> yeah. ten minutes later, for a fucking half hour. They're going to answer so all the questions you don't have. And it, and it stinks of like of like that thing where they're like, it's it's uh, the kind of these playing it so fucking safe that you don't make that you you make zero interesting choices because you're like well we don't want to we want the people who this is a huge book people mm-hmm. love these books we also mm-hmm. don't want to upset you know the religious people too much we want to like oh, yes. tra- we want to tread in there the we want to tread in there but we don't want to you know piss everybody off too much and we don't want to you know and we and we want to be able to shoot at the loop so we don't want to like also you know, do anything real fucked up there. We just want to, like, actually have the... So it's like they this totally... do something pretty fucked up there. But I mean, but, like, they shot... They were allowed to Tom shoot Hanks there, is just, so. like, whacking it in the bathroom. I mean, if just, they just built cranking a, off. If they, built a, the set, if they built a set of it, you know, and they could have destroyed the Mona Lisa and shit, you know, I don't know. I'm just... There's, like, so many interest. There's, like, interesting <laughs> ways they could have gone with this. overrated. There's <laughs> it is. It really is. It's very Everybody small. just turn around and look at that other thing back there. <laughs> it's so cool. It's a bunch of murder. Anyway, yeah. uh... Yeah, but anyway, that was that was like that was my whole takeaway from that was just like what? How could you like? Because you could make that a thing that's like, well, this is the dumbest thing ever. But holy shit, that was about how Jesus fucked a lady, and now uh, Audrey Tateau is his great 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 granddaughter. I mean, that's that's kind of fun. That's nuts. Let's let's do. That's also the plot of Amelie. But they're like, no, let's put Tom. Let's put Tom Hanks in a mullet. Yeah, and have it be the most boring I missed, fucking you know, thing I gotta, ever. I gotta, I gotta be honest about the mullet. I missed it in the second two movies. I kind of did too, because at least because it was just like now I'm just looking at Tom Hanks. Yeah, they do a, maybe a better <laughs> job. We we looked it up and found out that that was his fault. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks' he, fault. He decided to have do that. Yes, he decided he wanted the mullet or did not want. That the was mullet. his idea for With what the, the character's hair should look like. I mean, uh, he read the book or whatever and was like, "This is what I want to do." And he went to the hairstylist and he has curly hair, yeah. so he had it straightened. Uh-huh. I'm assuming using the same thing that Malcolm X used to straighten <laughs> his hair, and he had dunked his head in a toilet. Yeah. He was like, ah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and then they straightened his hair out, and then but he'd never had straightened hair before, so like you know, interesting. He, they didn't know what to do with it. He didn't know what to do well, with it. And there I thought you go. the mullet was acceptable. I mean, I think it's it think, was like I think a, it's it was awful, but famously, it's funny at least. It was famous at the time for people going like when this movie came out, and this is again, this is like the Jar Jar Binks thing. Where it's like that's that's what you're focusing on, right? <laughs> right. Being right. the worst thing of this movie, like. Because people are like, Tom Hanks, have you seen his hair and this fucking Da Vinci Code? And they're like, well, have you seen the Da Vinci Code? Who gives a shit? It's the most, it's like an experimentally boring movie. And Karen, Kevin and I ended up watching the three-hour director's cut 
Wow. Just because that was, I had the Blu-ray, and that's the old, that's the version yeah. on the Blu-ray. That's what was on my Plex that I watched. So, so. so I was you guys like, kept saying three-hour movie, and I was like, sure, th- I've seen this. It's got to be three hours long. And then when I put in my DVD and it said two and a half, I was like, oh thank God. No, it's the the copy I watched was like two fifty-four, two fifty-seven, something like that. I couldn't t- I, I couldn't even tell you which shit is cut or not cut out of the shortcut no. because like you could just take you could literally take any part of it and cut it out, cut out a half hour, and it wouldn't make wouldn't a fucking make any difference. difference. That watching that three-hour <laughs> version of that movie, it's like. You know, at the end of 2001, he goes into the monolith, and there's, like, the star tunnel and all that stuff. Yeah. Imagine if the monolith was made out of boredom. <laughs> yeah, right. And those laser beams that were coming at you he, were boring laser he beams. He goes it into was the monolith, and he just has to watch the Da Vinci Code. Yeah, that's it. Forever. <laughs> it just felt like it would never end that I saw through time. He's just getting older. Oh, oh no. Oh, God. <laughs> and we're getting older, too. It's amazing. <sighs> I have a weird relationship with these, uh, particularly the first one, and maybe the second one too. Where like uh, I find it, I find that first movie fascinating, and not not enough to carry me through the whole thing. When, when you get to that final third, but then again, I really it's so boring in that last third where they go to that church and Tom Hanks just goes on yeah. and on and on. Like I can't fucking believe what I'm seeing. They all have they all have a, a th- like where the movie the climax and then. Uh, a then long, there's a, a long, long scene of exposition. Yes. I don't think the third one does actually. Nah. The, no, the third one has a scene where like him and Sitsa Babbitt Knudsen uh, talk about the relationship but a little bit. It's very brief. It's no, like, there yeah. is a great. We, we have to. We'll, I'll, we have to get to it in the obviously at the end. But there is a funny, well, not funny, but quote unquote funny tack on scene at the end of the third one too, where you're like, yeah, we sure needed to see that. Yeah. Oh Look right, at, right, right. Oh yeah, because we were all wondering what happened there. But at least it's brief, because at the end of the it Da Vinci Code, there's a there's like it's like the climax happens. Paul Bettany's the movie. Paul Bettany's been dead for an hour. Seriously, he's dead for like Code a half hour not, before it's over. At least the not version stop. I saw, and it just is like, and then you're like, how is there a half hour left of this? And then there's they're in a church, and then some guys well, come, well, and then wait. they explain First, shit again. Paul anyway, Bettany dies. Then there's the switcheroony on the air playing with Ian McKellen. Oh, he dies before the switcheroo? Yes. One of the, oh one of the things we're going to have to make, sh- we, if we're going to get through this, we can't get too bogged down in plot particulars. No, there's nothing to all, talk about. I can't remember movies, what happened could, in any of oh, them. Oh, no, we could describe the plot, but it, this would, it would be 18 hours long. As far as like the order of like when they went to this place, when they went to that place, no, and no. blah, blah, blah. Like we, I couldn't yeah. tell you that stuff well, anyway. I'm just saying can't. because Paul Bettany, it, that surprises me because like the airplane, because like it feels like Paul Bettany's like one of the main antagonists, and so so like for him to die with forty minutes of the movie left before, I guess another like in a, in a false they, climax of sorts. Well, then, then like, they do the switcheroony on the airplane, and that's when they reveal that Ian right. McKellen is actually he, the bad guy. And then he does yeah. the Rubik's cube thing and throws it in the air. And right. Ian like, no. The switcheroony in the airport is my favorite scene in the movie. It's, it's like so a per- perfect example of like what's so stupid. Well, because they these do movies. they do the thing and then they go back and show you in flashback how it happened, and you're like, oh god. And they play this music like it's Ocean's Eleven. Like, yeah. oh, wait till you see what our hero Robert Langdon pulled in this one, and it's like, oh. He got out before they got there. Yes, yeah. it's, it's just wow. The, it's that kind <laughs> of. I never would have guessed. It's that kind of filmmaking that's like who? It's like it's made for everyone. So who is this for? Because it's like that thing where they go, they go, how did they get out of there? And then it goes like, they just did. Let me show you. And then they show you. And you're supposed to it go was, like, oh, neat. And I assure like, you, it was quite mundane. <laughs> I assure you, they walked off the airplane and then it spun around. I think you're supposed to think of Robert Langdon as a kind of MacGyvery sort of character because he's always in the, he's like the guy that he's knows. He's like Indiana Jones brains. You know, he's just like he's just like he's uh, a human supposed wic- to be 
Yeah, human Wikipedia. H- human Wikipedia. He's the he's the ultimate man. Sp- his his power is mansplaining. Yeah. He goes to other countries and is like, "You guys don't even know your own history." <laughs> well, let Posh. me tell you something. In 1623, Lord Sir Browning Wilberforce <laughs> came here and blah blah fucking blah. My and, favorite. And nobody is hardly. I think at one point in maybe the second or third movie, someone acknowledges like, "You sure do go on" or whatever. But it's amazing how much <clears throat> people tolerate this like insufferable windbag. In the, the, in the second movie, it's a little bit better because he's for a while he's teamed up with that uh, Vatican cop, and yes. uh, or actually he's not a Vatican cop. He's a regular. He's regular uh, gendarmerie. He's Italian police. And then there's the girl that he's with, the Italian chick in the, the second movie, who is she's someone. A some she's a scientist. Lady. I don't know who she is as an actress. I've never uh, seen. I don't know. I looked her up and now I forgot. But anyway, like at she least in some other thing. I've those seen. two characters bounce off of him pretty well. Like he'll be like, "So if we go to the place where the thing, they're like, oh, where that happened,' and he's like, "That's right." But the main scene when he is with that guy is them <laughs> in a library, yeah. and it's like. Oh, look, nothing against libraries. No, they're just—it's like. All right, Kevin, take it easy. Look, now. okay, fuck libraries. Walk, tread, tread lightly. Okay. They just give you the books for free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's no way to run a business. Call that capitalism. Where's the profit in that? Uh, it's <laughs> America. But it's—it's—it's uh, it's, it's boring. It's boring. It's and, boring. It's boring, and, and and I mean, there can be exciting scenes that take place in libraries if people are running or something. Okay, but, okay. But like, or uh, or you know, I, I've seen. There's a scene in Hugo where they go to the library and they look at the book, and then the the, the book comes book to movies life, and the book comes to life as movies. Yeah, right. And this one is Tom Hanks going to the library and going like. Oh, look at this, and then reading a thing out loud, and you go, ah! All right, well, speaking sorry, of sorry, that's the boring, movie. boring sorry, libraries, we're, in the, jump, we're the jumping first, all over the, the place. first movie has my favorite thing in any of the three movies, and it's the <laughs> only thing that I remembered from seeing this in the theater when it came out, and it's still hilarious and delightful in this, and they're like, they're like in a place, and they find a clue, because right. the whole movie is they go from one place and find a clue that leads them to another place, they find a clue, et cetera, so they're at this place, they find a clue, I don't remember where they're at, and Tom Hanks just sort of turns to Audrey Tattoo, and he goes... I have to get to the library. Yeah, that's classic. And then it cuts to them on the fucking bus to go to the library. <laughs> no, we're not cutting to the library. No, 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 no. So much of these movies is like, we've got to go somewhere, and then we have to see them like going there. While they do, it's not even a walk and talk. It's like they're in a speeding car, and like the, th- the, the three people in the car are discussing when Raphael built the cathedral or whatever. It's made for like literalists or something who are like, yeah. or the people who go like, wait a second, how did they get to the library? Hold on, hold on. How did they? Is there? I, is there? I, what's I the understand. parking situation like at the library? I don't understand how they got away from that guy. Could we see the whole thing? Oh, Could we? Oh and can man. we do it in a boring way? Yeah. I also love the scene towards the end of the first one, uh, before Ian McKellen is revealed as the villain. But when he realizes, when they all realize that the the Holy Grail is a symbol for a woman, yeah. And it's just like a couple of minutes of Ian McKellen making the big vagina gesture <laughs> with his with his fingers. He sticks his tongue in there too. He's like the Grail is. A big pussy. It's Grail is <laughs> not some bullshit. I am not trying to rub you, <laughs> Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> the Grail is pussy. A, the Grail is a pussy. <laughs> you one does not just toss the Grail into Mordor. You know what's funny to me about the first one is that uh, they keep calling Mary Magdalene because once it's established that Mary Magdalene is in fact the Grail mm-hmm. because of her vagina, they still keep calling her the Grail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Instead they don't Mary switch Magdalene. to like now we're gonna go find Mary Magdalene. They keep calling it the Grail, which is frankly, uh, you know, objectifying Mary Magdalene. This movie does literally. not pass literally. the uh, the Bechdel test. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I don't think anybody unless, other than Tom Hanks I don't Hanks think any talks. of them do, unless you count Tom Well, though, there's Tom the part Hanks where Tom Hanks reads the description of the Bechdel <laughs> test off of Wikipedia in it. I'll tell you what the Bechdel <laughs> test is. You want to know what the Bechdel test is? You don't it's even 1742. You don't know your own <laughs> history? To another dark-haired woman. Dark-haired European woman. Uh, Dutch scientist <laughs> Johannes Bechdel discovered the fucking dark side of the moon. Of course a man, of course a man invented it. <laughs> I do think it's sad that they they, they stopped making these because that because that, 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 really? that put a lot of because that that put a dent in a lot of like uh, brunette uh, European actresses. Oh yeah. they were just like, ah oh, man, I was counting on being in that. I was I was gonna be up for the fourth one, right? Because it's just a, it's like the first one is Audrey Tateau, who's French. The second one's the Italian, Italian lady, lady. So I don't know who she is. Some and then lady. The third one is uh, Rogue One. Rogue One. It's Rogue. Uh, well, now that's Stephen Hawking's wife. I'm gonna call her Rogue One. It's Rogue One. I, I'm never gonna yeah. watch that Stephen Hawking shit. So. And and but it also has it <laughs> Ken, also has Ken, uh, Ken Rilo from uh, Rogue One. It also has Sitsa Babbitt Newton from Duke of Burgundy and Westworld, who I like. Sure. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but it's, it's just, a three-way it's competition just, to see who can be more bland and mm-hmm. yeah, forgettable. And just, by the way, Audrey Tattoo walks away. With yeah, it. she's completely it's not bland. Even fucking close. She's yeah. she's in a it's a three-hour or two and a half, whatever, uh, of just Audrey Tattoo like getting further and further away from articulating any kind of character. Even at two and a half, it feels uh, it feels. Like three. Oh, I like at the, I like at the end when like, <laughs> they're, they're like suddenly there are like a hundred other people in the room who who know all about Audrey yeah. Tattoo and the Grail. And it's like, where have you guys been? They're the. Uh, he could have helped out. Yeah. What are they called? The uh, uh, the Grail people. The, the fucking. We are the, the, we rec- are the, the rec- um, directory or something. We yeah. are the uh, fucking Grail people. I don't. They should have. They should have got the knight from us. Last Crusade. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, bring them all back. <laughs> you cho- Tom Hanks chose this script poorly. <laughs> yeah. Only the penitent man will be able to tolerate the Da Vinci Code. I wish I wish that these movies had uh, the Ron Howard narrator from Arrested Development in them. <laughs> I have to I get mean, to a library. He didn't. He didn't. <laughs> not, not for a long time, at least. <laughs> Bees? <laughs> Audrey Tattoo, are, do you, are you, do you want to steer, or are you too old to sit in Tom Hanks's lap? I think I'm too... Uh, I think I'm too old. <laughs> <laughs> they pair Tom... To the, these movies' credit? These movies pair Tom Hanks with like a hot... Lady uh, in in each one of them, and, and, and he they doesn't. Don't, try, they don't bone. They don't bone. Yeah, yeah. Either. Which I, in the in the third one, at least they there is a secondary well, he has an ex-girlfriend. A secondary ex-girlfriend who is more age appropriate, and yeah. uh, I mean, right. you, we can no way they still don't bone. They still don't bone. Well, they used to bone, the, but they did use to. So we can work, assume their, their work keeps them apart. Yes, because Robert Langdon works so hard at being the talk, world's premier symbologist. All right, let's. Talk, I want to talk about that character when we get to that movie because I thought that was funny. Let's talk about other stuff about Da Vinci Code. We got to finish the Da Vinci Code. So I mean, what's Da Vinci Code? It's all about him trying. To solve the Da Vinci Code, what? Okay, the, so which is the Holy Grail? We mentioned that that, that has it like a, Holy Grail a climax after a climax. What? What is the thing that he is doing at the end when he's in and he's in Paris and he's finding the markers on the pavement and it leads him to the Louvre? What is that? He that finds he's the for? actual burial site for of Mary Magdalene. The Grail. Okay, so that's She's buried that's under what that was. The actual burial okay. site of Mary Magdalene's pussy. <laughs> I, uh, I, I was I was so zoned out that I just had lost track of the fact that that was going on. And then he, then he kneels on. and, and like prays to her, Mary Magdalene. Mm-hmm. I need to ask uh, um, some of the French people I know if if they actually you think know French people? I do. I know some. Right. Uh, if he, the, in fact, knows a French lady named Sophie, and Audrey <laughs> Tattoo's name is Sophie in this movie. I, I know her. He I know, knows her fairly I, well. I know her pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> Well, shut up about it. Uh, yeah, you won't shut up about it. <laughs> Hi, Sophie. Uh, but no, because there's a there's a line where Jean Reno's like, uh, where he's like, it's beautiful, and he's like, it's a blight on the face of Paris, and I'm like, the Louvre? No, he's the, talking the about the, the glass oh. pyramid. The glass pyramid. And it's I thought fun. it was cool. And I think that I think that there was a time where like the French people were like, because I think it was probably something that they were, because it is like sort of like this. It sticks out. This garish. Uh, 
And yeah, the rest of it looks like an old building from like the 1600s. Like a museum. Yeah. Uh, and uh, anyway, I just I need to ask people if they actually think that or if they're just like, yeah, what? And he's Nobody the cares. bad guy, right? He like wants to. No, he's he's just a cop. No, he no, he's got the thing. He's got the symbol. And John he, Reno. Yeah, isn't he like? It's a, he's, he's, a, like he's a red herring. Yeah. Oh, he's a red herring. So he, he is because uh, well. he is does belong to Opus Day, but like he's not. You know, but the they're not the, but they're not the bad guys. It he's turns a, he's out a good guy. Yeah, it, yeah. So who does Paul Bettany, like, like, who like does Paul Bettany work for? He works for Alfred Molina. Yeah, okay. who's a, a cardinal who is. He's a bad Opus Dei guy. Yeah, he's a bad Opus Dei guy. I do like Paul. I do like Paul Bettany in this. Like, yeah, I, he's I, doing I, a thing. Like that, <laughs> he's that, doing that, a that really funny. Accent. It's fucking. But also just like it's the whole, a me, Paul Bettany. The whole uh, what do you call it? Where he's. Uh, He's got albinism and he self-flagellates because he can't. He hates that he has to kill people. He's a ghost. I love that shit. And he wears monk robes while he's yeah. in a, while he's assassinating people. I which is cool. <laughs> thought That's, that was funny. Which is cool. That's what I'm saying. If this movie was 90 minutes, it had all the dumb shit in the same stupid fucking plot. I, I would I would think it was bad probably, but yeah. I would have I would be like, well, geez, this is an enjoyable. That was an enjoyable bunch of dumb bullshit. Could have had happened. a scene at the end where they're all hanging out and Alpha Molina's blowing up firecrackers, going, "It's Paul Bettany. He's just an albino. He, just, just, <laughs> he's a buddy he's of al- mine. He's an albino." He's al- yeah, uh, I won't be told what to listen to or when to listen to it or anything. <laughs> not, not by Mary Magdalene, not by Jesus Christ. <laughs> Paul Bettany's running around. There's always like, there's like in all three of these, there's some like uh, super killer that's like yeah. after them. Mm-hmm. Uh, although in the other two, they're pretty indistinct. Like in the, the guy in the guy second with, one is like, who's this guy? He's a guy it's with, a he's Jermaine literally Clement. a guy with glasses. Yeah, right. <laughs> and the third one, it's like this lady it's who lady. it turns out isn't. Wasn't a bad guy, but then they killed her. But then it was she sort that's, of was a bad that, guy. That scene where she dies is a highlight too. But we got it. We got to get through Da Vinci Code. Sorry, it's they're all. We're all gonna. We're gonna be talking over all just because it's like they're all. They all run the, together. Their, but plots, it's the same. their plots are useless. But the first one yeah. starts with the uh, the the incident that starts. sets everything into motion, and 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 that's a do an old dude at the Louvre <laughs> getting gunned down by Paul Bettany, the the killer, the the albino, killer albino Italian assassin. monk, and then using his blood to. And then that guy before he dies uses his own blood to write like a secret code and he that's yeah. th- okay this is that's funny i mean i don't think it's obviously not supposed to be but I'm, like the shit that this does this dude this yep. dude does in his final moments <laughs> and you figure this out later you don't see him doing it he just gets shot he's like taking down a painting yeah. and then uh, paul bettany shoots him through a through a uh, some bars and then it cuts to and it's and you're like, oh, I guess that guy died. Yeah. And then cut to Tom Hanks. Uh, Tom Hanks is brilliant symbologist mm-hmm. Robert Langdon a giving a lecture. It starts like Stargate, where they you, yeah. he's introduced to and. No, not not so much Indiana Jones. These movies are like Indiana Jones I mean, movies Indiana, if they weren't fun. Indiana Jones movies are generally yeah. good. You know, people, you know what people like? People like those Indiana Jones movies. What if we robbed them of anything fun, charming, or amusing, or yeah, fun, like or charisma, no momentum, action, momentum, and made them longer? <laughs> I think the American people would give us uh, a billion dollars for that, and they did, and they did. And uh, yeah, so to- Robert Langdon, this this scene cracks me up always because uh, he's doing a speech about how like symbols. Yeah, yeah. Like, so he shows them like these Spanish priests, and they they have hoods, and, they, and everybody's like, "This is the clan." He's like, "No, they're priests." <laughs> it's yeah. He ke- they keep falling for this, where he'll show them a thing, and you're like, "You think you know what the symbol is, but they don't." And so you would think after the first time when they, it's like the. A person in a robe, but a close-up, yeah. and they go, what, what, do you, "What do you think when I show you this?" And they go, "Hatred, racism, KKK." And he's like, "No, actually, it's uh, nice people, and, uh, pre- uh, monks, or something like that." And then, okay, you should have figured, you should be by yeah, now. Don't, know don't fall for it. Where he's going, the but they time. fall for it every time. And yeah. so they show like a tr- uh, 
like a devil's trident or something like that, and they go, uh, "Evil devil's Satan. pitchfork, yeah. Satan." And he like, and he goes, oh, "I don't think Poseidon would like to hear that." <laughs> and then he does it again. It would have been cool if Poseidon actually <laughs> appeared, like his giant trident, like pierced the ground beneath everyone, and just like like created a chasm. They all fell into the water, crashed in. <laughs> yeah. Robert yeah. Langdon is like, "See, see, <laughs> you pissed off Poseidon, didn't you?" So, uh, but that's funny. What yeah. is that's, 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 so? And he gets interrupted when he's when he's doing. It. Yeah, movie. it's the closest thing. So okay, the Mary Magdalene and Jesus had a child, and their her deep descendant is now Audrey Tattoo. What deep is Alfred Molina trying to kill her or get her? What he's trying he want? to keep people from finding out the secret? Because once people find out the secret that Jesus Christ wasn't in fact a divine person and was like fucking was just getting out there. Just laying, pipe. just laying pipe, digging tunnels. And Mary Magdalene wasn't actually a whore, but was Jesus' wife. Then the whole house of cards will topple, and all the religious wars will stop happening because... And that wants religious wars to keep happening? Well, that'll destroy, that'll bankrupt the... It'll bankrupt, the, bankrupt church. the church. Because people are going to, of course, stop being Catholic, and everybody, as we all well know, everybody's going to believe this information right out of the gate. Nobody has any stakes in being religious. They will 100%... Yeah, because the minute it hits the front page of the New York Times, there's be massive accountability in the, in the Catholic Church. We all know how re- the church is and how religious people are, and everything's going to fall into line. They would just move the entire Catholic Church to a different church. Every every part of Scientology. <laughs> every just, part of the premise just, is faulty. They'd just shift it to a different church. They'd be like, oh, we just uh, no peace. They're no longer with us. The Catholic Church. They're and, just over there. And there's also like, can you imagine what it would the world would be like if we believed that Jesus Christ wasn't, in fact, a magical uh, being and was just a nice guy who said nice things? Like, it's, there's all people. There are religions. There are many, like many that. people that believe that. There yeah. are a lot of people. There are, <laughs> That's there's, a thing. there's probably at least a few people in this room that believe that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, but that, there's, that but believe, there's that sex believe of, that. But there's Christianity, like parts of Christianity that believe that too no, no, like, no. that are full on religious that believe you know. I'm just saying it's hard to get into that shit sometimes for, with these because like in the Jewish Indiana Jones people. in the Indiana Jones movies he's hunting after these these relics or whatever and it's like a it's not only about the, the it's not specifically tied to Catholicism but this is and so I'm just like I I really don't care. I would. I, that would seems <laughs> okay. Who who gives a shit? That's if the my fucking favorite. Vatican falls. That's my favorite like, part. Like who fucking gives a shit? I always thought it was funny that Indiana Jones basically has proof of both the existence of God and of extraterrestrial life. Two things, in my opinion, that cancel each other out completely. Yeah. But but what the fuck? <laughs> We're only making movies here. I don't. Uh, I don't recognize the fourth movie. Uh, but yes, the, those movies do in fact have like <clears throat> scary gods. Yeah, <laughs> flying around and flaying people and shit, shit like that. They, I, this such means, a thing does not exist used in these some films. of that. Absolutely, I saw, it, I saw it pointed out. I think it was maybe in Ebert's review, uh, uh, or somewhere where he, where it was like, why, <laughs> why if this is such an earth-shattering secret that will destroy the church, didn't why didn't instead of keep instead of having a secret society to keep it secret, why didn't they? destroy all the evidence <laughs> like thousands of years ago like like have the secret society go like hey so you know the best way to keep this a secret is just for like to destroy all this evidence then we'll all die and we'll i mean we'll we can, maybe one of us will tell somebody but who's gonna fucking just believe a person yeah. and we've, if there's no we've proof, erased all instead, the clues that one day somebody might take a bus to the library to right. find and instead instead that's what exactly yeah. what they did is they left a bunch of clues so that somebody could figure this out uh-huh which is the same thing that happens in a bunch of the other movies we cover whenever there's a serial killer. Right. It's that seven that seven problem yeah. where you're like, 
here's Mr. Police, you could have saved them. Yeah, here's here's what we want you to find us. And you're like, so does this Why? group want to be found or not want to be found? Because if, if you don't want to be found, there's ways to do that. Don't leave fucking clues yeah. for anybody to figure out. Don't it's like, like leave It's like trail. people feel like the, what are the Rothschilds or the fucking Illuminati leave like symbols on our money so exactly. that we can know that they are, they're out there. It's like, just why would they do that? Just wanted you to know, in case you were willing to look for it, that there's clues about <laughs> you know what we're doing. But, it, yeah, but in this case, uh, I suppose the argument could be made that the, that's what the whole conflict is. It's the scion of the priori who are the good guys are running from Opus Dei who's trying to find the evidence. Wow, you have a really destroyed. articulate uh, knowledge of the plot of these movies. I have this, no this fucking still, idea what happened in this time one. I've seen But this. still, if, they'd, if, they'd, if they'd all destroyed that evidence thousands of years ago and didn't leave a breadcrumb trail for anybody to find, then there there'd would be no, there'd problem. Be no conflict you at mean all. You mean the scion of the priori or the, yeah, op- the people? Opus Dei. Who, who the fuck ever? The people. Who the fuck? I don't know if Opus Dei ever had their hands on the evidence. Is what no, I'm the saying. Sci- the the priory are the people who know about it, right? Yes. Yeah, they could have like that's what I'm saying. They want to get the information out though. Thousands of years ago, they could have just not really. I think so. Yeah, but they don't. Yeah. In the movie, yeah, they, they don't. don't they win I, and then don't do that. They don't. And then she goes like, "I'm Jesus's, I'm Jesus's uh, descendant." And he's like, "Yep." And then <laughs> goes away somewhere else, and they nobody's. And they, oh, there's not no, a fucking the- headline that says like, "Jesus fucked" or something at the end. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think you, you, you've already pointed out that, like, even the, the whole point is, I mean, we can go, I don't fucking know again. It's like the movie is all plot and no plot and uh, at the same time, just nothing it's but a bunch anti- of- It's antimatter. Antimatter. Ooh, we'll get to it. But I no, call just it nothing, It's nothing but a bunch of useless, useless information going to a thing that is not, going, going all building to a revelation that is not interesting yeah. regardless. Right. Like, even, like, when it all comes down to it, it's like Audrey Tattoo. You are the direct descendant of Jesus Christ, and I'm like, who cares? Who cares? That's like so far away. <laughs> that's. I mean, I might be the direct descendant of Jesus Christ. Yeah. If I found that out, I'd be like, that's interesting. I still got to go to work tomorrow. Right. Yeah. And so does she. She has a job. She's a she's a cop. I guess she's a cop or something. Uh, also, I'm a like, cop. I'm a cop. Uh, Sorry, pal. I mean, if it cut to like if when they figured it out, it cut to like scenes of Jesus fucking. <laughs> there's an almost there's there's a movie you got a movie. I mean that would be amazing, but there's a scene that's almost uh, that's almost as good because we Which get is? all these we get all these almost it, as good. Is it the scene where Ian McKellen is explaining a bunch of shit for a half hour? And he's, and a he's, half hour and he's, and he's shifting around the different characters oh, on the God. Last Supper we, painting. We gotta, we're shit. gonna have to drill down on Holy that. Holy shit! That's that, a huge. It's a huge. Can we, ta- can we first it's talk so hard, about? It's like you, your eyes roll so far back in your head during this movie <laughs> that you might not. You might go blind. He really goes that's, out of his that's mind. That's not with the this part. Shit. That's not the part that killed me. Oh no! There's the part one. that killed me was before that. It's when they get to Ian McKellen's house, and he's like, they're talking on the gate intercom, and he's like, it's me, your buddy Robert Langdon, and Ian McKellen's like, ah, but first you must answer these questions three, tea or coffee? Well. With lemon or milk? It's just like, get fucking, just kill me. What country's better, England or America? What is your favorite color? It was awful. I was just like, this. it must be in the, It must be part of the director's cut. I can't imagine this making its way no, to the theater. No, it, it's in it. Is it really? I, I remember oh saying, because we were watching it, in, after, and then he opens the gate, and I was like, well, you could have just cut that fucking scene right out of there. It's <laughs> amazing. So, but there's almost, oh, that's like the whole movie. If you start cutting needless shit like that, then you got nothing, because oh, the whole movie is needless. That was we, brutal. We, we need to at least like establish what the the plot of this movie is. Okay, so like we haven't. Nah, we'll, just, we'll, we'll we 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 can basically it sets into a whole sort of like find one clue, find another clue, right. find another clue, and that's the whole movie. But uh, Tom Hanks, after he's done doing his stupid symbols speech, uh, gets dra- dragged into this investigation of the murder that happened at the Louvre by Jean Reno. Yeah, and uh, Fosh, Detective Fosh, Detective Fash, which is great. And uh, and the dude who we saw get shot 
in the in the Louvre has created a, an extremely elaborate series of puzzles when he probably should have been getting medical attention. <laughs> well, he was dying he, and there was no one else there to help him. Yeah, he was dying for what seems to be hours. Oh, he had Just a lot like, of- you know, cover up the wound and go to a hospital. You you have socialized medicine. It's it's England or it's Paris. Um, Paris is in France. But anyways, he, he's doing like... <laughs> yeah, he, this guy. This guy thinks he knows everything about France over here. <laughs> Listen to this guy over here mansplaining that where Paris Don't is. Don't you know your own history? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you see, but Paris actually is in England because of uh, because one time Jesus fucked a lady. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but but he the, the, the old dude has gone around while he had a seeping uh, stomach wound mm-hmm. and like made a series of like quotes and clues that in his own blood, because he knows Robert Langdon likes puzzles. Yeah, and, and only Robert Langdon, Langdon like Lang, like Langdon Alger, mm. who is also very quiet and That's enjoys puzzles. Quiet. You don't know who he that enjoys is. Enjoys puzzles. <laughs> Nobody does. Ooh, Langdon Alger. <laughs> I have no idea who that is. You know, getting shot in the stomach is the most painful place you can get shot. That's what I yeah, heard. It takes a long time to die. Takes a long time to die. Aside from the kneecap, you're gonna be okay. <laughs> oh man, I wish you'd watch that movie instead. Oh, anyway, what happens to this? Oh, and, so he and, makes and, the and one of the details that that uh, that Jean Renault has has crossed out because the guy, the dude wrote a bunch of shit a bunch of shit in his own blood. Mm-hmm. It's like use a pen, sideshow Bob, like that whole thing. <laughs> yeah. But the last thing that he wrote and Jean Renault crossed this out because he thinks that it says find it's, Robert Lang MAGA twenty twenty four Trump forever tw- Trump pres- uh, King forever. Um, but he wrote find Robert Langdon, and so Jean Renault thinks this means that he, this is like he's pointing the finger at Robert Langdon. Uh-huh. But what he really meant was only Robert Langdon can solve my weird blood puzzle that I set up. And then the cops think that Robert Langdon is a suspect, so they're chasing him, and that's why Jean Renault. And this is, is when Audrey Tattoo uh, shows up at the at the Louvre and is like, "Hey, meet me in the bathroom, eh?" And then she's like, "You got to get out of here." Uh, <laughs> what is from, that? What is she from? You've Montreal. You got to get out of here, eh? <laughs> See you at the airport in two days. We've got to go to a we fucking got to go to a Quebec Montreal Leafs game or whatever the fucking hockey game is called. <laughs> Why does she sound like that? <laughs> oh you t- ask her. <laughs> I'm gonna call her right now. Call, call Audrey Tattoo. 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 Hey, hey Audrey. The uh, plane. <laughs> Hello. You calling me Audrey Tattoo here? Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, but she's like, you got to get out of here because she, th- uh, uh, I, my. Or she's the um, granddaughter of the dude who got shot and yeah. made the blood puzzle. But then it turns out in the Louvre. we got we got to get through this plot. We got it. We got it. We can't get stuck in this bathroom. We're pretty forever. much there because that's because that's it. That then. sets the plot. In and motion. then it's like you are you're wanted for this crime. They're after you, and the way to clear yourself of this crime is to solve, solve the, the mystery puzzle. yourself. To solve the mystery. This crazy of the... puzzle that is a and and I I've seen this movie probably more than. <laughs> Virtually anybody, by which I mean four times, and uh, That's too many times. And I don't know if like sometimes the puzzle is being made by like Leonardo da Vinci and people from like 500 years ago, and sometimes I feel like the puzzle is also being made by that guy who just got shot recently. <laughs> like who's who? Like is it a, a combination of people in the past and so the present? It was, who made this it was puzzle? Leonardo da Vinci that made the the combination cylinder thing. That's so crucial the to the cryptex. end. The cryptex. Yeah, yeah you can I'm see. Glad, I'm glad the, you know what it's called. You can see it in the opening <laughs> scene of uh, of uh, Hudson Hawk. <laughs> I don't know if you yeah, guys you remember need- the opening scene of Hudson Hawk is Leonardo da Vinci creating all of his famous works mm. in the opening scene. He's including all in one the cryptex. Castle. He does it. That's what. That's that's the treasure. That's the thing they're after in Hudson Hawk. Oh, is so. it cryptex too? Well, because it's because they're after the well they're after a thing that can turn lead into gold. Lead into gold. And yeah. Anyway. And this movie, this and movie. you also see Hudson Leonardo Hawk, da Vinci um, setting up setting up this uh, <clears throat> uh, puzzle for Robert Langdon to solve uh, 500 years later. And then, and then at the end, 
he's it turns out that he solved the thing and got the note out of the cryptex and then that's the closest put it put it back together and then ian mckellen breaks it and thinks that the secret is lost and then as he's like a hooting and a hollering as they're dragging him kicking and screaming into a police car that's at another the end. really funny scene he's like me. no this man knows the, the descendant of christ and the cops are like all right get the net while he's being dragged away yeah. like a like a loon uh, like a total loon <laughs> He's crazy, Ian boys. McKellen, Get the taser. He like figures it out, and it's so and, like a, another great encapsulation of how long-winded this movie is, where he is being dragged to a car. These scenes don't usually stretch on for infinity. It's an old man; you can probably drag him to a car pretty quick. And he's going like, <laughs> "Robert, how could you? How could you destroy the beautiful history of the?" Wait a minute, but you wouldn't have done it. This is still him being like dragged. So you pulled out the thing well before I could say. <laughs> Oh, that's great, Knowledge. Oh, keep and you're like, get him in the car. I did. Why I is did. This taking so long. I did enjoy it's the French uh, police. I did enjoy it's the true. the shot of him being like being driven away, and he's like screaming in the back seat of the police car. And it, they add a like a, a, a they add a shrieking car horn over over him. It's just a really funny <laughs> effect. <laughs> 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 oh Jesus! Uh, so, so the, the whole rest of the movie is a chase from one clue to another. Chase from one clue to another. John Renault's after them, and he's a and red this herring. Is the, and this is the premise Paul of Paul Bettany's after all them. of he's these a bad movies. Guy. All of these movies are a chase from one historical area to another yeah. with these ancient uh, cl- uh, clues that Robert Langdon has to use his vast knowledge of symbols and then also just history uh, and everything and just everything. He's he's super smart. Uh, he can't he can't get any. He can't get any. He can't get laid because he's he's just because he's too smart. He's, he's, well, he's involved. He's got in no too time many, for it. He's involved in too many stupid <laughs> clue chases. Yeah. across Europe. Yeah, clue chases, <laughs> and then okay, and so in addition to that, obviously, so like the, the, they're on their way to find evidence that will expose this crazy, in, in stupid conspiracy that, that in some way will clear him of murder. I, I don't see how. Yes, <laughs> John Renault. We think we're, we've been made to think is the bad guy. Uh, we definitely know that. Um, Paul uh, Bettany's a bad guy. Paul Bettany's a bad guy who is working for Alfred Molina. He, he, Alfred is, Molina. he is the murderer. <laughs> yeah. We see all these like backstories, this, all these, yeah. these like flashbacks uh, to uh, backstories of all these characters, including Audrey Tattoo, who like has these flashbacks to like her growing up with her grandpa. Car crash. Paul Bettany to being like a little uh, a young albino boy being picked on for being an albino. And then stuck and up then for Alfred by, uh, Molina is like, you are actually my uh, really cool. <laughs> But then he kills so people. Kill everyone for but then he kills people, and Alfred is like, "Oh no, uh, I won't tell anyone." But now you kill people for me. I will keep you. I protect you. And then we also, whenever Robert Langdon is going like, and then this is this is the what happened at the uh, Diet of Worms when they decided what the rules for the Bible were going to be. You've seen this too you many times. These, you get these. What the hell are you talking <laughs> about? I don't remember any of this know. shit. <laughs> I know it's good. No, it's someone's good. Someone's got to know. It's good. <laughs> we're doing a podcast. It's here. good. It's good. I just it's. But uh, they do these flashbacks to uh, to like ancient history that uh, presumably Ron Howard also shot yeah. that look very expensive and also look like shit. <laughs> yeah. Because they Both. put this, like, fil- these garbage filters over them so you see, like, people, they, it looks like a scene from Kingdom of Heaven where they're, like... It's like sub-gladiator garbage. And that was the part, that was the time when, during the Crusades, when there was, Jerusalem was being right. held. And you see, like, whole catapults, like, firing all these special effects and extras and stuff and, and they put these goth garbage filters over him. It's just so weird. They do that in the third one, too. Yeah. Oh, there's so many filters at the third one. Oh, boy. Um, but that that's the whole thing. And it's two and a half hours long, if you're lucky. It's just <laughs> I them feel going like, from one place to another. I feel like I had, like, immediate PTSD from watching this, and I just, like, wiped it from my brain. Yeah. 
Fortunately, I'm here. I saw it four times. <laughs> four times. I, might, I, have I seen, might watch it again. I've seen I this find movie it fascinating. twice. Three, three I've times. seen this twice. I've seen it three times because, yeah, just uh, for... We saw it at the Metro, reason. like the midnight screening at the <laughs> yeah, Metro know, when it first came out. It was just like, oh, God. Yeah. <sighs> Painful. This movie yeah, was, made about $800 million. I would also like to point out that the source material that it's based on, Dan Brown's The Da Vinci Code. We are going to call this episode... Dan Brown, Brown Noise. The Brown Noise. Or Dan Brown, Dan Note. Brown Note. Because the brown noise is something. The brown note is the, the one, one that makes you shit, shit yourself. I think we can call it brown notes. I thought it was called the brown noise. The brown noise I, is something else. is an actual thing, but it's like a boring. Oh. <laughs> we can call it brown notes, and it's like our notes on Dan Brown. That's but also fine. Brown note. I think it works. I just think because this movie's, oh, they make such a such a sound that they make you want to shit yourself. But it came out mentally. In but it came out. The book came out in two thousand three, and uh, this movie was like two thousand six, two thousand eight, six. Because I think Angels and Demons 2009. And uh, the book sold 80 million copies. Mm, it's a lot of airplane 80 rides. 80 million. A lot of beach vacations. You know how many copies Thriller sold? 10. 70. Yeah, so more than Thriller. This book was more popular than Thriller. Mm. Just, like that's another one of the yeah, but I mean, like, you, you, I bet, what? I bet that most of the seventy million people that bought Thriller listened to it like a hundred times, yeah, or a thousand times. That's what's interesting. You don't, I don't think anybody who bought, I don't think the eighty million people who bought the the Da Vinci Code have read it more than twice. They finished it and went, huh? Threw it away. Yeah, and then we're like, and then later we're like, oh, there's a movie version. I'll watch yeah, that. I'll see that. But people, but <laughs> I'll people sit through it once. Must have liked it, right? Sure, of course, oh, it was very popular. That many people to like what? Ha- Don't people just- think that he was? Didn't isn't there like a subset of the population of readership of this book that believe that he was actually writing about real shit? Yes, no. yes. No. That was a part of the, that was part of the contra- quote unquote controversy because obviously some but of the controversy some- is is the, just the idea of this being controversial is like this garbage. Yeah, this absolute. Tripe. But people thought that he was like writing about shit that was true. The Catholic Church was was legitimately enraged by this stuff, and people did believe it because he does write it like winkingly, like, "No, I'm talking about a real thing. Mm-hmm. This is a fictional book, and Robert Langdon isn't real, but this is a real yeah. wink, mm-hmm. but like not really." But mm-hmm. he he, and I think in later editions of the book, there was like a sentence that he put it like at the end of the book, where if, if you just to look, the, where he's like, the last line uh, of the book is just J.K. This stuff isn't real, you know. There's a line that's at the if you read the whole Bible, there's a line of that at the end of the Bible too. <laughs> But just, it is very much. The footnote just says this shit isn't real, you know, right? It's presented like it's a real thing, and also like, why would you know? Why w- would you make a movie about making? Yeah. Why would you make this up? It's w- weird. Although, although that is funny, you bring it because I would argue that people people present the the Bible is presented as a real thing too. Yes, yes. And and so you know, they, you can make the same <laughs> argument back at the Catholic Church and go like, but your book, uh, famously, is also very stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and and that argue, wasn't part of the controversy. I don't know if you tried to read the Bible. I guarantee, I guarantee it's a it's a tougher read than the fucking uh, Da Vinci Code. Oh. At least there's chase scenes in the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> bad ones, allegedly. <laughs> oh, I mean, in the bad ones in the movie, maybe in the book they're they're more interesting. I'm just saying, it's shorter. I, I just find it fascinating when something like becomes that is so huge and yeah. then immediately yeah. is just immediately yeah. jettisoned. Inferno, the third one, like Angels and Demons, yeah. made three hundred million. And then they made it, uh, Inferno in 2016, just five years ago, uh, or I guess six, six now at this point, and it made like 30 million in the US. Like nobody gave a shit. Nobody fucking remembers that this existed, and it was one of the biggest selling books ever. Weird. It's just weird when that happens. It weird that they yeah. It's weird that they went ahead and made the third one even. But why did this click so much for people? I don't get it. Because they're stupid. I, I mean, sure, but they... I mean, that's a... You know, you could... Why that, that's so much popular like, stuff, respond to like, this? what's the... Yeah, what's the... Because there's always been 
there's always been, you know, big monster, baffling monster hits where you're like, this is dumb, and then we all look back and go, whoa, whoops, what were y'all drinking, or whatever. No, I think it's generally the people are, are stupid. They don't, it's like idiocracy. <laughs> they don't know what they're, they don't know what they're reading. They think that this is good. But I mean, as, I mean the movie. The same. Yeah. But I, I understand, like, a Most lot people don't watch movies the way that we watch movies. They go to it, and they see it, and it sort of goes over their face, and then they they go home. Like, this is a movie that you could really sit down and watch. You know? Yeah. yeah but so, this isn't a movie you could really sit down and watch. Most people don't look at it that way, I think. Uh, I don't think people ever yeah. liked this movie, even when it was a bit. It was, this, but they I think made this movie, two more. I, well, because it made money. I think this is one of those movies that came out, and, and I think that the, that the excitement over the Da Vinci Code was already dying down when the movie came out. But they were still, but it's still just one of those things, <clears> like a tra- like a later Transformers movie or something. Hey, hey, let's. Uh, <laughs> but nobody, no, that's actually a good that's a good example liked because those movies after the second one, and they were still making. Well, uh, nobody liked the second and one, and they still make money. Like they're those movies are. Yeah, yeah nobody it's likes just them. Like, ah, gotta go to this shit. I guess I guess we have to go see this, and you're like, we do we? Wait, what? Now yeah. they've made five of them. Okay. I mean, I felt like mandated. Yeah, I had to. And I, and I oh, think yeah. that happened with at the onset with the Da Vinci Code. With the actual first movie, people were like, oh, "The Da Vinci Code, we're over that well, already." Also, but he, ah. for people who hadn't Tom read Hanks. the books, like, what's the what's the buzz about this? You know, it's Tom. Tell Hanks me what's here. happening. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. That's true. Uh, I know. I've heard of that. That's very famous. It was a big hit, <laughs> big hit book. Exactly. Okay. Well, I'll go. I'm not gonna. I'll fucking it sold watch, more than Thriller. I watched the movie version. It couldn't possibly be. It thriller. couldn't possibly take as long. Uh, as it would to read the book. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know, man. I bet, I'm sure someone could read the book fast. That's what I'm saying. My dad could probably read the book faster that's, than watching the movie. That's what I'm saying, is that you could probably read the Da Vinci Code faster than it takes you to watch the Da Vinci probably Code. probably solve the Da Vinci Code faster than it takes to watch the fucking movie. <laughs> Jesus fucked. Solved it. Solved no, it. An- another one of the problems with the plotting of these movies is that you couldn't ever solve it because like they, they don't even they don't even do the thing that like fun mystery movies like this do where they leave you a plausible mm-hmm. kind of bread breadcrumbs <clears throat> where you can where you could read it and go like oh so I think I know where the, and you can be right you know right and in this one it's always like they go to another clue and Robert Langdon goes like ah oh, how can I be so stupid <laughs> of course by uh, angel they meant uh, right angel. Right. <laughs> Yeah, in the second Angel one, of Harlem, the, the U two song, <laughs> <laughs> and so we've got to go to Ireland, and he's right, and you're like, no, what? No one. Who, the thing, he was the right? thing in the well, second one where he's like, Raphael's real name was this, and you're like, what? His real name? <laughs> but there's just no. It's, it's, he's they, talking about the Ninja Turtles. I really the think they should have done a fourth this, one, the so they could have done one for each of the turtles. Yeah. <laughs> but the tra- yeah, the trajectory of the mysteries don't make any fucking sense, so you could never like right. solve it along g- g- at home. And I then, bet there's somebody out there who was watching going, well, that's not really, no, that's not correct. Uh, well, you wouldn't go there. You'd go to Iceland for the Cathedral of the Ice Cubes. <laughs> cathedral of the Ice Cubes. I don't know. I'm just making shit up No, that, the Cathedral of Ice Cubes are in Greenland. <laughs> Greenland, that's the right. Cathedral I of, think there's the Cathedral of Lawns. Green, green Cubes the, is in Iceland. The Cathedral of Green Cubes are in Iceland. <laughs> that's so that it confused the sailors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Raphael designed it that way. <laughs> Fucking Raphael. Steve Raphael, not Raphael, the guy who did the Pietas. Raphael's real name was Steve. Okay, yeah. before we move in on. In Latin, Jehovah begins with an I. Before we move okay, on from barely explaining. Who made, who made that one? What? That that second trap in, in, in Last Crusade where he's got to step on the letters. <laughs> yeah. Did, has no one ever got that far before? No, I don't think so. Nobody ever got past nobody the got breath past of God. The, nobody got past the head cutting one. I yeah. don't know, man. Everybody's well, stupid. For that, except you for that said, one you guy. You said yourself. I guess. That one, obviously, famously, that one dude made it. 
I guess I guess no, he was, was there. They built the traps around him. I think. Oh wow! Yeah, because he's there. Yeah, oh, that's right. Him. He was one of the original guys. Yeah, I guess I guess nobody so else they, they nobody else knew. As, they left him there as the final guard, and they're like, okay, bye. We're building an Indiana invisible Jones bridge. Should have asked him about traps. the traps. So what's up with the traps? Indiana. I think the only reason Indiana Jones managed to make it past that first trap is because he instinctively somehow knew to do a roll after he ducked under the first blade. He's a man of action. Yeah, you gotta be. You gotta be a pen. Penitent. That's penitent. Is like a bear. Is also dual. You gotta be dual, a dual man, flip. But you also gotta be penitent, a badass. Penitent, yeah. Penitent, you gotta. Penitent, penitent. You gotta be able to do a roll. Oh, okay. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, sorry for that little tangent. Uh, well, I mean, how could you not? I mean, the the whole trilogy of the Da Vinci Code movies are all just Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Yeah, well, except but, except not cool. Boring. And I would also like to point out that in the third one, they do go to Venice. Mm-hmm. Yep. And in the third one, his love interest, who is a lady, uh, t- ends up being yep. the bad guy. I, th- I thought about yep. that too. Yep, I know. Dan Brown loves Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, and who could blame him? It's great. It's great. It's way better than any of these movies. I uh, mean, it's not even fucking. Close. No, no, no. I mean, it's, I guess that goes without saying. But uh, <laughs> this movie sucks. What about what about the part? Okay, before we before we leave the Da Vinci Code, we have to leave the Da Vinci Code. We have to at some point. I want to. We need to. We need to move on. Uh, are we gonna give Are we gonna give ratings to all three of these? Or are we just gonna do a big one at the end? Ah, just, we gotta stick. We we can't be like right. changing up the four. Because okay, because zero Douglases the whole the whole way through. Yeah, I might be able to knock up a couple. Really? Yeah. What? And and, and, and there's right. particularly um, in the first one. Really? I might give it a half. Oh, the horny stuff with Paul Bettany. Oh, yeah, Paul Bettany is butt naked for a long period of this movie. Okay. They painted his whole body white. I mean, or maybe before not. I don't know. Get, Paul Bettany's pretty pale. Before we get to that, let's let's talk about Ian McKellen moving around the parts of the <laughs> Last Supper painting, which is the funniest thing to uh, me. This whole because yeah, he goes we like, because he goes like, you scene. see, so you see, Da Vinci painted it this way, or did he? And you're like, yeah, I mean, yeah. And then he goes, no. See, if you move this guy over here, and you move this, it's like QAnon. It's like QAnon. <laughs> yeah. where, this is exactly where, right. Where they go, you can't where, not think about where this. they go, where they look at the thing and they go, yeah. But see, this is what he said. And you go, okay, yeah, I understand. That's a sentence in English. And they go, yeah, but if you move this one here and you move this here, and then you multiply that by six, and then you take this here, and then if you forget about this part altogether, you have just to erase drop that, that part. Just drop, drop that. that part. That's not important. That's not going to help this, me get to my conclusion. And here it is. Jesus fucked. And you're like, wow, wait, what? <laughs> As you can see, I didn't think this is supposed to be. If John. you change the thing around from the way it is, it's different. This is supposed to be the Apostle Paul, but if wouldn't you look, there's a slight suggestion of a puzzle. It's a Woman, it's, it's a beautiful woman. It's, then if you switch, it looks like she's got a head on his shoulder, and you're like, yeah, but he, you've had, that's a, not you've had a little painted. bit too much of that halfling's weed. He makes a V here, it's a V that's for the vagina. He the, moved it around. It's yeah, so funny. He it's moves like, it. Yeah, but if you He's, change that, you go, yeah, but he, but then you changed it, so it doesn't. So now you're just making up your own. He's your got own a whole thing. presentation set up with like a big screen, so everyone can see it and everything. Like, can everybody see? Oh, very good. Uh, can you I hear me in the back? It's late. I, I'm gonna have to do my presentation. <laughs> For you, Robert Langdon, and your beautiful French lady. I feel like there's like a 40-minute subplot even about his fucking driver or something like when he betrays him or something like that, too, even. Yeah, there's this stuff with his driver. No, his he, his driver then betrays him. I don't fucking know. Someone gets Even poisoned. I don't know, and I'm the expert on this movie. You are, out of the three of us. Patrick Stewart should have shown up in it to talk to Ian I know, he just walks Ian, by. what are you doing in this crap? It's too late. I've seen everything. And Ian's like, you were in X-Men 3. That sucks pretty bad, Weirdest too. thing about these is that, like, I don't, to, as as like bland as Tom Hanks is in these, I don't hate him in any no. of these. Like I, the only time I I've re- I realized watching these, like the only time I really hate Tom Hanks in movies is when he's doing a thing, like he's doing a voice or something. Uh-huh. Like when he's like putting on a whole thing, you know. He's Did like, you see that uh, new Paul, Paul Dreyer one where he's like, like in the old west the terminal? 
Uh, I haven't. Oof. No, it's not good. I mean, I I don't like his movies anyway, so right. I thought it was fine. But I mean, yeah, he's doing a whole like I'm a cowboy, girl, cowboy. Yeah. Tom Hanks is playing Tom Hanks, and there's what, a boring version of Tom. Hanks. It's called News of the World. Oh, no, okay. Uh, Tom Hanks is playing a boring version of Tom Hanks in this, but it's still just Tom <clears> Hanks. <throat> so the, for the most part, I'm like, yeah, it's fine. And he's which is weird like, because the movie sucks so. Much. I like he's it when Tom of, Hanks has a robot and a dog. I like it when Tom Hanks is fun to watch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's sort of low key signaling his uh, lack of interest in this project too. Like he's he's very he's like he's Tom. Tom Hanks at like 30%. Uh, he's clearly disinterested. <laughs> I think everybody's just sort of be doing a very perfunctory job. Like Ron I mean, Howard, again, you know, it's competent. Is the second lead in this movie, and she you, disappears. You could have fooled me. Yeah, I think, exactly. I think Ron Howard like does more stuff in the later movies, which is not which makes them it's a, like a little less like uh, pull it back and just do the thing where you where yeah. you just film the just script put pages the camera in the down. most boring <laughs> way possible. Right. All right. Anyway, what are we are we let's get out of the Da Vinci Let's get code. out of the Da Vinci gotta, Code. We got to uh, get on with Angels and Demons. I got to get out of here at some point. Here's just some of the big uh some of the big lines to, to where the dialogue is trying to tell you that what you're seeing is <laughs> It's interesting. <laughs> oh, this is a thing that Tom Hanks actually says to uh, Ian McKellen, and what, what you, which you could, of course, say about the whole movie and the project as a whole. You're just interpreting facts to support your own conclusions. Mm. Like, yeah, that's what and that's what he does when that's he what he does too. When he moves around the pieces Absolutely. of the. Absolutely. Oh no, that's what Tom Tom Hanks, oh, Tom Hanks is, is, is referring to specifically. But that's also that, what, yeah, yeah, because that's all he's doing. Witness the greatest cover-up in human history. Mm. People say stuff like this all the time. There's the, the part that, where it becomes just like full on, um, like it's so boring at the end when Tom Hanks is explaining to Audrey Tattoo every goddamn fucking thing and that she's related. It's it's like 20 minutes of just a dude and a lady in a room and a dude saying things to her that is not that are not interesting and you don't care about. Um, but he but it's still like Tom Hanks just. <sighs> Just like spit it out. Act like he gives a shit. Good God, could these really be the Grail documents? (laughs) This is interesting. You are the last living descendant of Jesus Christ. Like who? I don't care. There's nothing. It doesn't matter. I'm so gone by that point in the movie. I'll tell you what. If that was doesn't matter. that That should be like, like holy shit moment. But the way this movie is paced, by the time you get there, you're like, okay, whatever. Can yeah. I go home now? <laughs> Is it? It's not over yet. Yeah, we've been making the case the whole time, and I still don't think we've fully explained how boring this movie is. <laughs> no, you have to experience it for yourself. It's incredible. Uh, ratings: zero Juds. <laughs> wow, love it. Absolutely the most boring movie in the whole world, followed by two more almost as boring movies. Yeah. But zero Juds. I'm not going to give it any Douglases because I don't give a shit about it. There's a time where you see Paul Bettany's butt or like, yeah, none of that shit. A time where you see his butt for like five minutes and then he whips his own butt. Yeah, I don't <laughs> This is just... He, he whipped his own butt. This is, uh, his butt looked at you? His do, butt looked at you. <laughs> the baby looked at you. This, doing this episode was my idea and I don't think I've ever regretted anything more in my life. Oh, man. <laughs> you should regret a lot of things more than this, buddy. No. We'll make a list after the show. Yeah. I've seen... Ter- I have a list already I've prepared. I've seen terrible things and I've done terrible things. I Nothing was worse than this. <laughs> I love it. Matt's killed before. You'd love to hear it. Yeah. I would kill again. If it meant that I didn't have to watch. Ron Howard or Dan Brown? Who takes the bullet? Dan Brown. Oh, yeah. I like Ransom. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> Backdraft sp- is good. I like Splash. Yeah. It's it's Parenthood. It's Dan, it's Dan Brown uh, through the, the, the vehicle of Akiva Goldsman. 
Yeah, whatever. I yeah. mean, I'm just saying, like the, the they pass off. I'm, the, 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 they I'm pass saying there's the a torch. way to adapt bad bad books. Sure. The, the, the Godfather famously was a bad book, mm-hmm. right? But nobody says the Godfather's a bad movie. You know what I'm saying? There's a way to adapt the thing into being like at least fun to watch. And don't. I think a key to this would be not to treat this garbage Dan Brown book like it's the Bible yeah. and like. <laughs> Stick to the text so faithfully because, like, the people will lose their minds if you don't. Yeah. I feel like the clear answer is just to set it on fire. <laughs> do you have a third rating? Do I have a third rating? Oh yeah, do I have a third rating? Uh, oh, remember how uh, ten do out of ten bus trips to the library. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get to the library fast, and they get on a bus. Let's take the bus. Uh, I'm gonna give it one, Judd. Astonishing. I do every time I, I like. I was dreading. This is like one of your. This is like one of your five Judd like bullshit masterpiece ratings where no. you're like, yes, I can't believe you're giving it even one Judd. <laughs> I'm gonna give it more. I'm gonna give it more than zero. Ugh. Uh, every time I, I, and I was dreading popping this in, and then as soon as it was happening, I was still just sort of like, I can't believe, you know, like in a way, just I just can't believe this movie you have was a, made. A remarkable it's, resilience for this kind of material. For this kind of material, I think so. It's just, it's wild. Like this, I'm <laughs> just like, Jesus Christ. I just, I just can't. I Tom Hanks is in this. It's just not even He's amusingly America's, silly. I think it's amusingly silly. I mean, just like the... Stuff like that, that dude, the idea of that dude walking around with a gunshot wound making this whole puzzle. I mean, that's very funny to me. Yeah. There's a lot of funny shit like that. It's not obviously intentional, <laughs> but I'm just sort of like, because nobody, nobody, nobody did give a shit. They were like, yeah, the, the book made a bunch of money. We obligatory, we have to do it. Yeah. Nobody gives a shit. Nope. Um, I'm going to give it one, no, I'm going to give it a half Douglas because there is a part in it. <laughs> Where Audrey Tattoo is having a flashback to one of uh, her grandfathers. She's like, oh, right. I remember this one time when my grandfather, <laughs> I walk in and I see they have a ritual. Yeah, that's right. And, that's right. Uh, there and there's a bunch that. of people in masks and you only see it's one brief quick shot. Right. But they, it's a bunch of people in masks Eyes wide and shut. they're watching a thing. Yeah, and like- she's a little girl and she sees it. The grandfather's presumably one of these people in the mask. This is the priority of Scion, the, the cult right. that is <clears throat> the Mary cult or whatever. And for just a split second, you do see in the middle that they are watching two people fucking. Yeah. It is, the, the ritual is the celebration of sex because that's part of the whole. They barely talk about it at all, but like the uh, the people who support Mary Magdalene and the that the fact that Christ, they're pagans. Like part of their yeah. pagan and uh, positive sex is sex positivity. Like they right, like right, sex. Right. They worship sex. Right. And so she watched her grandpa in a sex ritual. <laughs> I think that's very. <laughs> I have no memory of this at all. Yeah, yeah, it I, it's really quick. I do remember that now. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, might, I might give. Okay, I might give it a That's very funny to me. Jeez. And I'm gonna give it uh, three hours spent oh. with an open blood, gunshot wound, making a stupid <laughs> blood puzzle in the unbelievable. Loop. Get to a hospital, sir. Uh, please. You're not that bad. The only thing that could really kill you is not getting to a hospital right now. Uh, yeah, I'm also going to give it one, Judd, mm. because it exists, I guess. I don't know. I have to give it one to be like, it's this bad, but it's not something that's like uh, unclassifiable, like a zero, a zero Judd one would be or something. Or it's, it is not, it's certainly not the most annoyed or irritated I've been watching a movie on this podcast. <laughs> nope, absolutely not. <laughs> like not even, not even close, not even close. Suicide Kings, I'm looking at you. Ooh, wow. wow I love it. Jeez. Okay. That's a, that's one of the biggest pieces of I mean, shit I've ever terrible, seen. I mean, it's terrible, but life. I just think that this was demonstrably worse. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. 
Because this movie was boring, but didn't annoy me. Okay. I wasn't like sitting there going like, I want to fucking, I didn't want to fucking break my TV. I was just like, I just looked up every once in a while and I'm like, all right, this is still on. I wanted to crawl out of my skin watching this movie. I was just, I was just trying, I was like, the hard part was just uh, trying to have to like actually remember stuff from the right. movie. That was the hard part with this one, but it wasn't actively irritating to me. So one, so one Judd, that, which yeah. is, which is like pretty high praise. There's probably a dozen movies that I hate more than this that we've done on this podcast. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, half, I'm going to go, I'm going to go half a Douglas too because of that and the, the Paul Bettany uh, whipping himself with chains <laughs> while he's <laughs> naked, <laughs> you know, which is, uh, <laughs> ooh, ow, ooh. Ow. oh my, oh. Ooh, I feel bad. Ooh, around <laughs> his thigh, like, oh, I deserve uh, this. Um, <laughs> 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 and stuff. I'm, and I'm going to give it one blight on the face of Paris. Oh, my which is gosh. The, 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 a scar. A scar. One scar. Sorry. Yeah, one scar, scar on the face on, of on Paris, face of Paris <clears throat> uh, which is the uh, the Louvre uh, pyramid. Yeah. Where Mary Magdalene is buried beneath it. Uh, and Tom Hanks uh, prays to her. Tom Hanks prays. For some he, reason. He's not a believer. I'm not a praying man, but I will this time because it's the end of the movie. I like the idea of this sex cult. This is, in, this is interesting because I can't get any. Speaking of the end of the movie... The beginning of the next movie, mm. Angels and Demons. I don't know what happens at the beginning. Uh, I don't remember what happens at the beginning of it either. The Pope dies. The Pope dies. Right. Thousands are gathered in St. Peter's Square. The new Pope has yet to be selected. We are under attack from an old enemy. Find Professor London. He exposed one of the greatest cover-ups in human history. Da Vinci. But what terrifying discovery would make the Vatican turn to him? That's Illuminati. The Illuminati were a secret society dedicated to scientific truth. The Catholic Church ordered a brutal massacre to silence them forever. They've come for their revenge. It's the death of the Pope, and I would like to point out that there is a news uh, news voiceover happening, going like the Pope has died, and uh, you know, so we got to find another Pope, and blah blah blah. That is Alfred Molina doing that voiceover. Yeah, I thought Isn't that it? was odd. Very strange. Okay. He is. I don't know if we pointed out, but he gets shot by Paul Bettany before Bettany gets shot. But he's he not, does survive. He, doesn't, he does survive. He doesn't die. I would imagine. So, so yeah, maybe he, he quit Opus Day and went I on to. I assumed he went to some sort of jail because they've, you know, they figure out like. That he's the he's behind all of this. Bad People stuff. resoundingly rejected the new pope and preferred Pope Classic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the the vast majority of this movie, Angels and Demons, takes place in the Vatican, which yeah. is another place that we, we but all not really they because didn't. they weren't allowed to film in the Vatican. Yeah, so it's cool. all a giant CGI recreation based on actual like. Uh, photography, like photogrammetry. Yeah, hmm. and you would uh, definitely tell. Yeah, you could tell. It, it, it always looks movie completely looks, fake. Movie looks weird and fake, yeah. <laughs> and kind of like a sort of c- cartoon. So they're all trying to. Uh, they they need to find a new pope. They're gonna they're gonna pump some white smoke out of a smokestack, which means there's a new pope. But uh, also that'll come up later. Also, and that's like in the background. That's backgrounded the whole movie. Is yeah, like there's gonna be a new they're pope. Gonna, they're gonna have. They're trying to figure out who's gonna. And be there are candidates involved to be the new pope, like Armin Müller-Stahl. Armin Müller-Stahl. You cannot. Have a new pope without Amin Mulashat. If it is as the Lord says, then I will become the new pope. Um, and then uh, there's also uh, oh, then there's also the an experiment at the Large Hadron Collider. Yep, yep. Where Didn't they see that coming? They isolate. Yeah, where they finally isolate some antimatter. Uh, in a thing, it's in a little jar. That is not what the Large Hadron Collider does. Not at all. 
<laughs> not even does remotely. Not make antimatter. <laughs> it um, wouldn't make antimatter. But what? But what this movie presupposes is what if what, it did? What if it did? <laughs> <laughs> and my and little Ronnie Howard is doing some real Michael Bay shit throughout this whole movie, where the camera like goes into the Hadron Collider, and you see protons. You see the mm-hmm. protons go view, view, view. <laughs> Zoom this whole movie's fucking nuts. So they make a they make a little jar of antimatter, and then it, and then an assassin comes in and shoots some people and steals it. Yep. Oh no! And and he, the, the, the large hadron collider only got to have that antimatter for like two minutes. Yeah. Also, much guys, much to this out. may much to the dismay of this woman who I assume is not Valeria Galino from Hot Shots. No, but uh, <laughs> some Italian lady. So, but is some Italian lady. We will now refer. We will. Hey, what do you think my antimatter for? What do you do that? Take my antimatter. The no. guy is totally antimatter like nobody's business. That's a no good, a boss. Uh, anyway, just eat a whole plate of dingamagoo. Eat a whole plate of dingamagoo. Anyway, we, so will, we shall henceforth be referring to her as some lady. Some lady. So that happened. Some Tom some, Hanks. Then, they go, then some the, lady. Then a guy goes to get Tom Hanks while he's swimming. Yeah. Why? Why is he swimming? Uh, no, why did they get Tom Hanks? Because he's the best. But at what? <laughs> well, they they do point this out that the Vatican was didn't didn't like him very much from the events in the first movie. Right, the right. Vatican's but not a huge what fan mystery of his. do they want him to solve? Uh, the mystery of the missing uh, cardinals who've been kidnapped. Oh, right. Somebody's been kidnapping these cardinals who are supposed to be maybe the new pope. Yeah, everybody's in the running for the new pope, but like during but, this well, process, these four guys are specifically important. Yeah, and one of them does end up becoming the new pope. Spoiler alert! Yeah, for the guy Angels that they, the guy that they rescue. Oh, yeah, she the plays, one the one person who survives, yeah. who Tom Hanks is able to rescue. She plays Superman's mom in Man of Steel, like his his, his dead mom, not uh, not his Earth mom. Right. Also, she's, not Diane Lane. She's in the remake of. Ben her apparently, of course, and also she's the I believe she's the wife in, in of uh, Da Vinci Code in, of Eric Bana in oh. Munich. Oh, oh, well, that's something. Anyway. That's a credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the only one. That okay, so that yeah, so somebody she's the one that gets miserably fucked at the end of uh, Munich <laughs> while he's like crying. Yeah, somebody's kidnapped these cardinals that are in line to succeed as the new pope. The best ones. It's the favorite cardinals. The favorite cardinals. The St. Louis yeah, Cardinals. Like, they're so his, good at being Cardinals. It's like his top ten. The Arizona Cardinals. They the mo- have the most talent, the most raw talent. <laughs> and then also, so they want Robert, and, then, and so somebody's left clues because they're going to kill one of these Cardinals every clues. hour. That's when, uh, something that's notable about this movie is there's like a ticking clock. This yep. takes place over like seven hours or yeah. something like that. It's With like both, one night. Both this of the both of the second two actually have like sort of a, like a timeline. Yeah. They, like the first one feels like, it could take over place over years and it right. wouldn't fucking matter. Yes. These ones are like, we have to solve this because this person has an antimatter bomb. They're going to destroy the Vatican and most of Rome and these these uh, cardinals. Again, this, another th- another thing where they're going to destroy they're going to destroy the church or whatever and I'm to like to save the church. I'm like, okay, I care a little more in this one because they're also going to blow up a bunch of innocent people in Rome or whatever. But I also don't give a shit if they like destroy the legitimacy of the church. Who cares? The second two movies, at the very least, and it is the very least, feel like they were written by someone who took at least one screenwriting class. <laughs> right. Like, can we make this like a movie with some urgency and yeah. some stakes? You can't just scene, like, a thriller. Yeah. That dude from Adaptation, Brian Cox from Adaptation, <sighs> like, you can't have a scene where Tom Hanks just talks to a lady for the last third of your movie. And so they, there's at least like artificial ways that they beefed up the excitement, and like the editing gets a little like they try they try yeah. to put exciting music. They try to do something which so they do not do in the first one. Langdon Holger is a so okay. Langdon so Langdon Holger, what's the plan here? 
All right. First of all, guys. Yeah. It, I do like to point out that Tom Hanks, Langdon Olger, is swimming in the in and he's wearing a uh, speedo, <laughs> uh-huh. and you see a lot of it. And then when he comes out of the pool and they're talking to him, they're like, "Mr. Langdon, uh, he's covering your shame." He's covering your shame. But when he comes out of the pool, because you know your face is all full of water and stuff, mm-hmm. he sounds a little bit like Forrest Gump. <laughs> he's like, "What's that? Huh? I gotta go to the back. Is he like? Is he smart? Is he like me?" What if these movies were about how they, how they, they, they called in Forrest oh, Gump Oh, that would be amazing. Because God. Forrest Gump is like so, he's pure, he's he's so, innocent. He's so specifically stupid that only he can fucking solve these cl- <laughs> these clues. Because nobody else, because like, like you're saying, like, nobody, else, nobody else would ever think of that clue. But, but only Forrest Gump. Like, how did you think no, of that? You know what would be Mama better? always said that look to the stars if I needed it would help. Be, it would be funnier <laughs> if what? Tom Hanks was in a dual role as Forrest Gump and Robert Langdon. And Forrest is like, what's that letter doing in that paint over there? Is that supposed to be like that? Oh, my God, wow. Forrest, you're right. Forrest, Forrest, you've done it again. The yeah. magic of your pure innocence has solved this case again. <laughs> yeah, it would have been funnier. <laughs> I definitely agree with that. There's I, a lot oh, of things sorry, can, I, mean, I mean better. There's a lot of things they could have done. My mom always said funny. that Raphael built the... <laughs> I mean, it would have been funnier. Raphael does machines. <laughs> Donatello, well, does, Donatello machines. does machines. Raphael leads. Oh my no. god. He's the Wait, which one, one more is fuck Raphael? up one more fuck up like that I'm walking. Oh, oh he's cool and rude. Thank Sorry. you. I got Good. It. Okay. Shit. I'll stay. <laughs> I was going to walk. Size. I was about to walk out. Damn. <laughs> he shouts damn. He does. That's a big deal. A Jose Canseco, bat. You pay money for this? <laughs> <laughs> Bossa Nova. All right. So, anyways, he's in the speedo. They take him to the Vatican, and it is established that the Vatican did not like him, but they did. They had to admit mm-hmm. when they were squaring off against him that he knew his shit and he was what, good. What is the bad guy's plan in this movie? Kidnap? Oh, it, well, that's kind of a spoiler. Do we want to get yeah. right to well, it? Because Ewan, Ewan McCracken is the Pope's secretary, and it turns out he's the bad guy Ewan behind McCracken all of this. Is, and also, I have the term for it. It's, it's used the a lot. Cagliostro, Castle of Cal- uh, Camerlingo, Charlemagne. He is. He is. It's, it's the Camerl- Lamborghini. It's the Castle of Camerlingo. Go. He is, and, and Ewan McGregor is introduced, and you go. He's the bad he's guy. the bad guy. There's no I'm reason for Ewan McGregor to be this character, especially because he's, he's, he's Irish. Not, yeah, he's, he's doing he's Irish. He's doing an Irish accent because possibly Scottish people aren't Catholic. And he I does he does mention growing up during the Troubles. Yeah, ah, the I Troubles. The Troubles, I tell you. But he is so clearly the bad guy. One hundred percent, immediately gonna, the bad guy. It's because it's not going to be Armin Mueller Mueller Stahl. It's no, not going to be. Uh, what's his name? Skarsgård. Stellan Skarsgård. Yeah. Who is who is the red herring in this one? Because he's right. like the he's antagonist even, he's of even, cop. So, so you know, because he's like the angry, angry mm-hmm. cop who like seems like. So you're like, okay, he's not the bad guy. You shouldn't be in it's here, like Robert that, Langdon. You don't believe in nothing. And these movies are so long that you have a time to actually think about the like. Right. The movies aren't fun enough to watch that you have time to like. You don't get caught up. Puzzle. In them you have to, to puzzle over and go like, okay, so it's not this guy. It's not that guy. Oh, did I miss anything? No. Okay, it's not that. I'm, I'm figuring that. Oh, the movie keeps. Oh, it's the movie still. Okay. No. Okay. It's it's got to be Ewan McGregor. He's the bad guy. As he soon as he show, as soon as he shows up, you're like, oh, it's Ewan McGregor. Just the, he's he's the, the simple math of these kinds of mysteries. Yeah. It's, you're just like that's. So yep, what is yep, his yep, 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 what is yep. his plan? Yeah. Oof. Okay. Uh, yes. So we we have spoiled that he's the bad guy, but we find that at the very end, uh, they do yeah. they do hold out until the end. And his plan, he wants to be the pope. He wants to be the pope. 
his his dad well no it's not his dad but he he was he was basically like the underling and he considers the pope who, who has just died yeah who he killed we find that at the end too yeah mm-hmm. but we don't know that uh who has just died he thought this pope was trying to like little modernize pope the poisoning church. leprechaun yeah he poisoned him with his medication and the new pope or the old dead pope was like a very progressive pope he was progressive he was trying to like bring the church into the 20 into the 17th century or right. whatever <laughs> yeah and uh, and, and, and Ewan mcgregor's like does, doesn't like that we, as we as we come to find out he's a traditionalist mm-hmm. and uh and so he killed that guy but yeah. it, but the way that he is he's the camera lingo he's not in line to become the pope so no. he has to come up he wants to be the pope he has to come up with a whole crazy thing if he's going to become pope so his plan is to have some guy kidnap these four cardinals uh, and then pretend that the illuminati is the people are the people that kidnapped him and because the illuminati is striking back at the, the illuminati at the representing church. science science because of the time that the church killed some of the scientists that's right okay history so, yeah and so the Illuminati, his whole idea is to stage this Illuminati, the war between science and religion, while at the same time, um, he's going to get Robert Langdon to be played like a tune mm-hmm. as he's got Robert Langdon out there chasing clues and shit like that. And then the hope is that eventually he is going to get the, find the antimatter. Stop it. Blame the Illuminati, all that Illuminati horse shit on uh, Stellan, Stellan, Stellan Skarsgård. Who's the Vatican cop? Who's the Vatican chief cop? Who's the ch- Va- chief of the Vatican police, I guess. Right. And then he will, and, he, he, and then even before this happens, he makes some sort of speech about how... Blah blah blah, and then it, in the end he's going to like save this the Vatican City, right. and then and then all of the cardinals and stuff will go like the people want that guy, and then he will become pope, which indeed happens for mm. like a second, right? Uh, and, and that's almost, the whole point. It almost works if it weren't but, for that. But s- we don't know that for most of the time. So but it's Robert Langdon going around trying to find these four cardinals who've been kidnapped, and and there's the earth, water, wind, and fire theme, <laughs> <laughs> like Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yeah. <laughs> I saw him looking at a map, and it's just it's just a shot of a map. It says earth, water, air, fire, and I was like, it's just like the opening credits of Avatar The Last Airbender where there's literally a map and some guy goes earth, water, air, fire. And there are two reasons. <laughs> Long ago, the Avatar disappeared. And God. <laughs> but he's got some growing up to do. Um, but this is this is the two, one of two reasons why this movie is better, uh, considerably better in my opinion. That plot at least makes one. some sense. The plot it has some sort of momentum to it. It makes some sort of sense. And they fucking the way they kill these cardinals yeah, is some pretty gr- some grisly murders. Oh, yeah. And then at the end they blow up an antimatter bomb over the Vatican. Yeah, yeah. And like they like they brand the uh, the dead the dead it's, it's cardinals with like with like Illuminati brands and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The first the first <clears throat> one that they find because they kill them all by uh, it's it's uh, Jermaine Clement. It's not. It's a guy that looks like it's some assassin Clement. dude. Who's that? Just look him nobody. up. Look up the assassin I don't know. guy. No, he's some guy with glasses. Well, because he's, he's so nondescript. Uh, he's yeah, just yeah. sort of curious as he's been in it. He's got glasses. He's super boring. It's just like the guy, like, because that's a which which sucks because like the the like weird the like you know. Uh, Secondary killer dude in the first movie is fucking Paul Bettany, yeah, as who, a like, albino, as like, a, as like an albino monk. In, in monks clothes, yeah. like who like whips himself with chains, and you're like, okay, this is just a guy, you, this is just a guy this, in a suit with a gun, who, who literally should be who literally like, turns out to be like a freelance mercenary who's just yeah. like, I just do what I get paid for, and you're like, oh. Okay. Yeah. This guy should have face tattoos and be dressed like little Bo Peep or something <laughs> like that. For real. Like do weird stuff with him. What's uh, I also liked uh, how uh <laughs> like the, the puzzles the puzzles in this one are like dumber. Even they're, dumber, yeah. They're yes. like a little less elaborate and a little bit more like sort of 
I don't know, broad, I guess, because like the first thing is like he's got the piece of paper that has the word Illuminati written on. It. He's like, check it out. If you've turned it over and backwards, it still says Illuminati. It's the same both ways. Wow. It's a thing. They call it a thing. You're a human bathroom <laughs> reader. It's just like, wow. <laughs> it's like the other day when everybody was pointing out, like, today's a palindrome day. And you're like, yeah. There won't be another one of these for 400 years. So is that going to do anything? No. <laughs> It's just neat. I put it on Twitter. It's in that neat. That's neat information that now you can, if you say it to someone else, they might possibly think that you're kind of smart, but probably not, hmm. uh, depending on who you say it to. Um, he's a Danish actor. Yeah. Oh, God. He's great. in some stuff. Uh, he's in uh, He's in that new uh, Writers of Justice that I haven't seen. Oh, yeah. oh I, yes, that's right. I'm told he, that's he, quite good. Yeah. No, I didn't like it. Oh, you didn't like it? Didn't make it through. Maybe I'd like it if I made what? it through, but it was just... It was just um, well, I haven't seen it, so do I don't you know. ever I've do you enjoy this? Do you time. enjoy the stoic acting of um, Mads Mickelson? Mads Mickelson, yes, I generally do. Would you like to see him interacting with a bunch of goofuses? Probably. I personally didn't. I heard it was pretty violent. Uh, I didn't get to any of that. I got about halfway through, and it was just him, like in dealing. It was like him dealing with a tragedy and three goofuses. Okay, sounds it's very nice. weird. It sounds good to me. I know some people that liked it, and some people that didn't. All right. Those I know one like, person who didn't like it, and literally everybody else has loved it so much. Really? Yeah, you're wrong. Top of everyone's list. I everyone's haven't seen it, so. <laughs> anyway, back anyways, to uh, the demons and angels. Yes. So the first, uh, the first body of the, because by the way, Robert Langdon or Langdon Olger is. Uh, <laughs> Up until the very end, having a real tough time saving anybody's life. He always gets there right when they're just the, a little bit the, too late. Right when they're definitely dead. Yeah. <laughs> and in the, and then in one case, he really has, he helps hasten the death of the guy, yeah. not on purpose. But the first guy, it's Wait, like they, get, they find one that's not dead. Yeah, at the, the last, very, at the very the last end, one, he yeah. finally saves that guy. Sorry. But th- that's and, that, like, and that scene is very funny. I, and I like this stuff, but it, I was I was hoping for like some more untraceable style, elaborate booby right. trap death scenes. Yeah. Like like uh like when they put when Scott Hanks or Chet Hanks Chet or Hanks. whatever like a, his fucking like a little, name is Colin Hanks like a little doll acid. wheels out of the tricycle like in Saw or yeah like with, they we put him in the they put him in the like acid drip machine or whatever and like they should have been funny ironic like Catholic trip uh, traps like like yeah. a Saw thing where they're like they should have used old stuff from the Bible. torture devices yeah. Showing like the, old uh, Inquisition torture devices or something. In the Old Testament. Yeah, that would have been cool. It's, this, is what, this is what God said. So we've put this cardinal over over a vat of piranhas or something. Yeah. <laughs> but it's kind of grim. So like they, they do the all the deaths are on theme with the earth, air, water, air, and fire. And so the first one they find through the, through the demon's hole, which is they, <laughs> nobody, ever, nobody thines is funny. <laughs> it is. Well, we, they go to the demon's hole, of course. And nobody's laughing? Nobody's laughing? Okay. And they go into the demon's hole. After five, <laughs> and this is of course after a trillion. Do they have to pay the ridiculous the, the troll, troll toll? The troll toll? <laughs> <laughs> Do you like the things that you see here at the demon's hole? No, but that's life. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked her, man. Um, and the first guy is like bound, and he has had dirt like shoved into his mouth, and there's rats crawling all over him. It's like yeesh. Yeah, they're like eating his eyeballs. Yeah, and they're stuff. like eating his face, and it's like God. It's automatically like a gnarlier <coughs> than anything that happens in the first one. And then the second one is wind. I'm not gonna get the order right. Who cares? The second nope. one is wind. In this part, I'm gonna post. It's wild because <laughs> it's it, immediately better than anything that we saw in the first one, where um they, he's it's like they find him. He's been branded. Mm-hmm. With whatever the Illuminati bullshit, and it's still like in the in that uh, Bernini Plaza, mm-hmm. and they turn him over, and they're like, "We've got to try to save him. We got to do uh, CPR on him." And Tom Hanks oh, yeah, is yeah. going to breathe right. air into him, but they punctured his lungs, 
And so, and no, it's the Italian lady that is trying to give him CPR. CPR. And then the air goes through the lungs and sprays blood through his chest all over <laughs> Tom Hanks's face. And it's like, wow, pretty funny, like a, like, a cla- like a squirty flower yeah. thing. Yeah, it's like a squirty flower. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he's like, ah, you. <laughs> it's great. And then the third one is fire, and the dude's like strung up over a bunch of burning books or something like right. that. In the and, church. In the, in the church. And then Tom Hanks goes, like, finds a chain that, that is that struck him up. He's like, I got to undo the chain. And he does. But then it just drops him further into the fire. <laughs> and he's like, ah! ah! <laughs> this movie's got pretty, some pretty heinous shit in yeah, it. Yeah, this I one it. was immediately more interesting. But still, I was, like, and the, really bored. It's still and terrible. the assassin, like, if murders, he must murder the entirety of the Vatican Police the Department. body count is nuts. Yeah. Because he's just, every other scene, he's, like, murdering two cops and stashing their bodies in different vans or yeah. whatever. In that scene in the church where that cardinal gets burned, he, that assassin, show, they show up there, they find him before he's like dead or whatever but that assassin's there and he just kills all the cops that are there yeah. then explains to, like flies. then explains to Tom Hanks that like I'm a well he I'm, says I'm he's an like, assassin I'd kill you too but they didn't ask me they to they didn't ask me to right. so don't follow me or I will kill you anyways have a good one I did Which like I guess uh, is part of you McCracken's plan yeah I guess so yeah <laughs> to like it, not yeah. to like to like have Langdon solve the thing so that then he can be a hero or whatever Presume it is yeah. quite. Right. A, it is quite the plan, right? I mean, it's a very elaborate. I like seeing the scene. My favorite uh, dumb scene in this movie was when they go to the Pantheon, which was fun because we've all been we there. We all went mm-hmm. there, and it's across the street from the Trevi Fountain, right? <laughs> Rome is quite a town. It's neat. I gotta tell you, so that was cool. But then they go to the Council Pantheon States. to like because they think that's where the clue leads them. And then uh, Tom Hanks is like, "Wait, this isn't this isn't the thing. This isn't the thing." And he asks the tour guide that's right. a question, and she's like, "No, it's over there." And she's and he's like, "That's right." There's also a scene in the so third he movie. didn't know. It was kind of funny. There's also a scene in the third movie where he asks the same tour, thing. A tour guide something. Tour. This is the I kind of movie that. where tour guides are frequently <laughs> helping there's a, out. There's a scene where they're at some place, and he's like, "That's in the, Venice." Ask the tour guide if this if this, and they have to bother this tour guide who's uh, giving a tour. Were these horses' heads cut off? Yeah, that's it. Yes, they were. He should have. They should have had the, the Phil Hartman from *So I Married an Axe Murderer*. He's like a prison knife or shiv, cut out the bitch's eyes. Um, also, there's a whole. There's like a scene where uh, Tom Hanks and this uh, one uh, police officer get caught stuck inside a a, a, air, a sealed off library, mm-hmm. and they're running a, out of oxygen. Yeah, it's yeah. another classic Langdon Olger scene where you think he's gonna. He's MacGyver. He's presented as a MacGyver type of guy, and, and you're like, "Ooh, he's gonna do some MacGyver shit." No, and then just somebody, just, somebody else just shows up and out. shoots the glass. No, no he, he shoots, shoots, he the, shoots glass the glass out, enough, and then, then he just a, pushes a, eventually a bookcase oh, okay. under. He's he's a genius. He knew that he could break the glass if he shot it Maybe. with a gun. And he didn't, but then it eventually and did. Then it did, and then they're okay. Is this also the one there's where he's like? There's also an oxygen reader in the in, in the, the library, which is oh, yeah. like it's like a thing that's like green it. and then turning red. Yep. The lights are green when it's good, and then red when it's bad. Oh, it's bad. The oxygen is bad. That's, you know, you know, that's in the Vatican library where they're gonna seal you in and. And why would you have a Why you. would you have a library where you could do that? Is my, it to protect the books against the the problem of like exposure yeah, to yeah. oxygen? And it's almost there's no yeah, way in hell that's real, but like you can justify it in a movie. Like you take the oxygen out, and the book, the old books are preserved better. Is this I also guess. the one where they're well, going down the hallway? Kill people who are trying to steal. Right. From the, <laughs> what we might want to need, we might need would to be kill a security somebody. measure. <laughs> is this this? Isn't this movie when he's going down the hallway and he's like, "Oh, these are all the statues that they took the they cut the dicks off of and put fig leaves on." Is that this one? Oh yeah, yeah. 
Okay. This is the one where he goes like, don't you people even know your own history? Yeah. Ah, <laughs> all right. In 1543, Giovanni Ribisi uh, <laughs> and Benevin Stanciato uh, came together to blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, that's, I don't know what, what, that's like the whole, the whole movie. It's over two hours somehow. It's 220 or something. Yeah. It's a little bit shorter than the second one. It doesn't have as much plotting along. Like, it doesn't have as many no. scenes where they stop, but it does have like, still like scenes where they stop and explain stuff, stop and explain yeah. stuff. There's, I mean, I have, I feel like there's a bunch of scenes I'm just forgetting where. I feel like this Stella is. Skarsgård a- is like <clears throat> arguing with other people because oh he's supposed to be the. He's supposed to be the Kittredge of this movie. The, yeah, exactly. That's I right. found this one to be a more appreciably goofy than the first one, but still terrible. It's well, yeah, very I mean, it has goofy. A, it has a pretty big, like the climax is pretty fun. Although then. And it still has like the, explan- the expository yeah. scene after that. that I like, did really explains what actually, and then here's what the guy's plan was. Because you get to the end of that and you go like, "What was the plan? Is the movie just going to end here? Huh? How enigmatic, sort of." And then you goes like, "No, no, no. There's a half hour left. They're going to explain. Yeah. Exa- <laughs> they're going to have a bunch of characters explaining what happened." I like. Don't worry. The, I liked the scene towards the end when you and McCracken they find the antimatter bomb, yeah. but it, there's no way they can stop it from blowing up. Right. And they're, they're, they're like, they somehow know from a from a, some red lights on the thing that they've only got X amount of minutes to before the bomb yeah, blows up. You can't stop the reaction. Yeah, you can't. There's nothing they can do about well, it. The they can't defuse it. knows what's going on. Sure, sure. But I mean, that's it's, why she's there. She's like, there's she's seven there. minutes left, but it doesn't say that. It just has like a red bar. She knows. She's a scientist. Sure, but then she's know. like, but it's cold in here, so that might mean it's only five minutes, whatever. So Ewan McCracken <laughs> just takes the bomb and he goes out to the front of the, to the fucking Vatican, like whatever you call that plaza. Yeah. And it's just there's a helicopter there, and he's yeah. like, "I'm taking her up myself. <laughs> I'm gonna be the hero." And he's he flies the helicopter up into the air and uh, jumps out with a parachute and detonates the bomb high above Vatican City. I just thought it was funny that the the Corleone or whatever he's called can can fly a helicopter, a military real. aircraft. And that was his. And that, <laughs> that was, is established earlier on. Yeah, I just and thought this that was, was funny. his plan. Yeah. And he's revealed at the very end before he can like he these the cops rush in on him and he's been branded yeah and Stellan Skarsgård standing over him with a gun and he's like he did it he's the guy and they're like oh shit and they shoot the they shoot they the shoot guy him. with the gun and then of course after he saves everybody and they're like we're, we they all the old men are like uh, okay well people seem to dig him let's just make him pope let's and we make can this all fucking, pope. you know go back to bed or whatever whatever yeah, we do we're all very very old <laughs> we're all very tired and old uh so let's make him pope and then uh. The lady or Tom Hanks finds like a secret lady. D- a secret compartment mm. on the desk where they. It's so That's funny too. So they're like, funny. How do we get this open? It seems like there's a secret compartment, and they literally go push down on it and move it aside to go. Ah, there you go. Also, <laughs> also still, and it actually Stella says like Ewan McCracken's fraud log on it. It has, it. Like, I mean, a, it's has like, like a computer screen. Yeah, that's what it's like. Stellan Skarsgård gave him the key too when he was dying. Okay, like, okay, that's know. right. But uh, but it's it's really funny because again, Langdon Older Olger is the hero of this movie, but he's just been getting played. He's been going doing yeah. what he's uh, what uh, Ewan McGregor wanted him to do the whole time. That's the same the in the only third way, movie too. Yeah, and the only way that he solves the crime <laughs> is that he just finds all of the evidence all at once. He just yeah. like pushes the button and it's like, oh, here's oh okay. And then there's this video, there's <laughs> this security nothing. footage yeah. of Ewan McGregor going like, here's my plan. And yeah. then Scar's got going like, I'm not going to let you get away with this. And he's like, too late. I already did. I was going to save this for later, but here we go. And he like <laughs> brands himself and then the guys and come in. And it's from like four angles too. Yeah. And it's there's from audio of, in this. Well, I think that the security footage, it cuts from the security footage to like, like a flashback. Like movie flashback. Right. So it's like- But there is audio not, on the security footage. Yeah, yeah. We're not watching the security footage the whole time. No. Like we're watching the security footage at first and then it's like, now it's the movie. Now you're just watching It's almost as elegant as the Hunt for October push in when the translation <laughs> stops. <laughs> yeah, I 
would okay. I would agree. Actually, yeah, right? uh, and then so but Ewan McCracken is found out, and and he's like, oh, you'll never take me alive, coppers, and he's, yeah, see, he sets himself on fire and top falls world, down the smokestack and the, makes the he's, white smoke. He sets himself on fire and the white smoke yeah. comes out. It makes yeah, the white smoke and everybody's like, hey, we've got a new pope. I think that's just a cut. That's not. I that's assumed not, that that was supposed to be him. No, it is not the burn. It's not his burn corpse. I thought he set himself on fire in the place where the. That's what I thought no. too. Yeah, it is not well, his burn the only, corpse. Then the only part I like in this that's movie didn't at, happen. Then yeah, that's happening at nighttime, and then this is daytime, and this is the official. Oh, man, this is them officially putting. And I don't know why his body would make white smoke. Well, I don't know what either. I, I thought it was. Either. funny, I just thought though. it was a funny well, joke. No, this, now no, I'm giving this zero. What now I'm giving it zero judge. That was the only thing I thought was fun. It's in the a whole hard. Movie. It's a hard cut to them officially. Yeah. Well, it's a confusing hard cut. Then I would say. I would say it's a bad cut. I think it's supposed to be artful, but it is confusing. No, it just sucks. Don't try and be artful, Ron Howard. He's on fire, and now. We're cutting to smoke in Ron another Howard, scene. Oh, I made a direct connection between those yeah, two things, as opposed to just assuming it was a little bit and of a I winky laughing. joke. I, was, I still think it's I was very, laughing. I mean, I think I think he's right. It's supposed to be like a winky joke, like a joke yes. cut. No, but the joke where it's the white no, smoke I know, coming that's out from him, and they have to go like, "Ooh, let's actually not pope smoke. Don't worry about that." Is funny. That's and funny. The other yeah. version is like not interesting. To this me is more like in Bram Stoker's Dracula when they like stake the girl and then it cuts to them cutting the meat. It yes, that's he- exactly right. Yeah, but that's a funny cut because he cuts the girl's right. head off and her her head's flying across the screen and then they chop and then they uh, yeah. put a, put a big uh, no, like a, a, roast, that's better. a roast on the thing and that's and that makes me laugh. This is this, this made is, me laugh because I was dumb and I didn't. This get is it. like the scene in Me Myself and Irene when Jim Carrey is going to take a shit mm. in the yard and then it cuts to a I uh, love that ice, ice cream. It's the machine. only funny joke in that whole movie. Uh-huh. No, but this, but no, but that's funny. This doesn't. This isn't well, the way. The way it works now that I've had it explained to me, what's actually happening, ruins the joke for me because the joke was funny when it was his his b- burned body smoke is making white smoke, and then they're like, I, I didn't, and I wasn't paying attention to the dialogue because these movies are hard to because they're hard to pay attention to. You know why I think it's still funny is that he does a Michael Bay shot of the inside yeah. of the pipe where the Pope smoke comes out. Of. Yeah. I thought like, it was that's the a thing place. I never expected to see in my life. Maybe it was the same was place like, where he burned himself, and yeah. that was what we're was going through the Pope smoke pipe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Should have had Megan Fox like dancing on the edge of the smokestack. <laughs> so stupid. Peter Samaras are these fucking bitches. I mean, this movie's this movie is just as dumb as the first one, but it, but it's full. Like again, like somebody. This is I this think is it's both Akiva Goldsman and possibly slightly better hack David Coep. Mm-hmm. Kep, Kep, quiet as Kep. Kep, uh, working together on this one. And then he, eventually they pass the torch, mm-hmm. and in the third one is just Kep. Just Kep. And uh, he's a Kep man. He's a Kep man. Uh, and and, uh, and there's just, like they do they at least try to do standard you know rudimentary screenplay stuff to keep it exciting to like thematically fill it out. There's like a whole subplot about every like this this protest these people protesting in the square mm-hmm. and it's people yelling at each other about science versus religion and all that sort of shit. So there's like some sort of stakes to the to the world at large going on. Allegedly, they're trying. Mm-hmm. But that's also one of the reasons that I think the first one is so interesting is that they don't do any of this shit and they, they just right. lay it out there. <laughs> it's fucking weird. Uh, but yeah, that's what happens. And uh, Tom Hanks, he does save one guy. He does finally, and that guy does become pope. And that guy does become pope. He He's, gets pope. He, he finds this guy in, in it in the in Jermaine Clement is dropping him into a very, very shallow fountain. Yeah. But he's on like a um, book. What? The one of those things. You know, a coat rack. It's just on a coat rack. <laughs> <laughs> He's on one of those things that you use to move things. Forklift? 
Yeah, but for hands, for people. You mean a, like a hand truck, like a, a hand dolly? Truck. A hand truck. Jesus. He's got him strapped to a hand truck, and he's got like weights tied to the hand truck. So he drops him like lying on his back in about mm-hmm. two and a half, three feet of water. And Tom Hanks is like runs over there, and is and it's very heavy. <laughs> but it's but this scene goes on and on. He's trying so long to save this guy, and then eventually he has to rip these pipes out, these fountain like air pipes, and put that in there while he gets people to come help him. Like pull this guy up, and it's just like a guy. It's a dude saving a dude from two feet of water, and the scene is like eight minutes long. It's really weird, but he does at least save one person, and that person yeah. becomes Pope, and they all thank him, and that's where you get more of this mushy shit about Tom Hanks's character Langdon Olger, um, where like popes or religious people are going, "What do you think about that God?" And he's like, "Oh, well, not for me. Uh, not not my cup of tea." Uh, but you know, good luck with that. But he did, he did, I think in this one he says something like religion is a gift that I have, faith, or, is, faith, a, faith is, a is a gift that I have not received, not received. Mm. blah 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 Tom Hanks does not fuck in this nope decidedly the lady's like thanks but no thanks and leaves or whatever yeah. <laughs> uh, and is there like some sort of like follow up I did want to point out one I other think that's thing it. they get a, they get a new pope so good for them they get a new pope great we don't believe in this stuff but that's nice for them it's all very pretty it's all very beautiful like a nice thing you got going on here yeah. that whole that whole that whole action sequence with the helicopter is garbage it's just like oh yeah the it's most some, it's, it's some garbage awful CGI plastic shit. And CGI then, like, shit. Him, yes. him like falling with like, oh, cgi yeah. uh mcgregor falling with the parachute is really funny <laughs> he's, he's getting dragged up. along rooftops he's getting, like, yeah. yeah i do i do uh I just that the, it is an antimatter bomb exploding over yeah, the Vatican. I, sure. Every time I see it, I'm always like, "Whoa!" I mean, that, that part where it blows up is kind of cool because then it shows there's a big crowd out there because they're waiting for the new pope, mm-hmm. and so it's just a bunch of people getting like blasted back against walls yep. and shit, and you're kind of like, "Okay, that's actually." And it's a yeah, it's like a weird bomb too. It's like a sci-fi bomb. It's not yeah. just like a huge explosion. It's like it goes whoop, and it makes like noise, like weird noises yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. shit like that. It's, yeah. It sucks in on itself. <clears throat> it's fucking crazy. Yeah. Like Nuts. you got to admit, that's a weird thing to happen in a movie. Yeah, and nothing like nothing like that happens at the Da Vinci Code even remotely. At all. No, no, no. Like There's the weirdest thing that ha- and, and most interesting thing that happens in Da Vinci Code is an albino whipping himself, and this one an antimatter bomb. And, and Annie and McKellen's tea quiz. <laughs> <laughs> what country is better, England or? Uh... <laughs> Jesus Christ! Answer my question three: African or? Uh... European swallow. <laughs> I thought that we've already got one. <laughs> uh, Any good yeah, lines so, from this? There so aren't. Langdon Olger has done it again. Uh, is that a line? Oh, there is like a, there, and there's a couple attempts to like. These are uh, for the most part completely humorless movies, but like in this one again, they're trying rudimentary screenplay stuff. So they try to inject humor in. They have parts where he's supposed to, where he's kind of supposed to be witty or a little bit, and it just it, it's just flat. It's not great, but it's better than again. At least they're trying. You sure? And there's a part when when they find out that the um, oxygen has been cut out in the library, and Tom Hanks goes. Well, that's disappointing. <laughs> like that's like ah, okay, that's something. And then there's a part where he's having this. He's he's talking to the one of the cops, uh, the Vatican cops. That's there's a couple of them. The main the main Vatican guy cop. This isn't yeah the main Vatican guy cop. And he goes um, and the and he's like, what's the consigliere? Uh, what's Ewan McCracken up to at this time? And he goes, he's seeking guidance. And then Tom Hanks goes, from whom? And the guy goes, from God. Make an effort, please. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, 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 I don't know. Because he's not accustomed to this whole God shit. I mean, he said that's very disappointing. He could have at least said something like, 
Well, that sure takes the air out of this yeah, situation ooh. or something like that, right? And these are the kind of movies where this people... This is quite a breathtaking situation we're in. This is... I shouldn't laugh. I shouldn't laugh. I'm sucking more air out of this situation. <laughs> this is uh, Stellan Skarsgård. This is the sort of stuff that happens in these movies all the time, where like a person who works at the Vatican is talking to another person who works in the Vatican. But they have to and, explain and, shit and to each other. stuff like this. He goes, this isn't Italy. It's not even Rome. It's the Vatican, a country with its own rules and laws. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I know. <laughs> yes, I know. I also live here in the Vatican. I also live and work in the Vatican. There are only like 800 people. We all know this stuff pretty well. Might as well just be looking at the camera as you Look, see. I'm only here to get surly. <laughs> well, pretty good Stellan Skarsgård yeah, idea that's there. that's not bad. <laughs> yeah, okay. How do you have this? Uh, I don't believe this is uh, him talking to um, Armin Mueller's doll at the end. and It's just like you'd think there would be <laughs> a stronger... <laughs> writing than this, but it's, it's these movies. And, oh. and he's like, Armin Mueller says, I'm so, so glad that God sent you to uh, help us. And he goes, I don't believe that he did send me, Father. And he goes, oh, my son, of course he did. Ah, touche. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And he just like walks away, like drops the mic. You're like, wow. This guy thinks he's the Pope of Chili Town. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> uh, Vatican City will be consumed by light. My favorite line is, you people don't even know your own history, do you? I mean, that's just like quintessential. That's what the killer said. He said, the Vatican City will be consumed by light. Yeah, that's all I got. Let's <gasps> let's get to ratings. Let's get out, I'm yeah. going to give this one Judd. Nice. Yeah, wow. Huge. Because, it's, as I said, it's appreciably sillier. has stuff happening that I that wasn't like making me want to whip my own self and <laughs> flagellate myself Ooh, out of bo- sheer boredom. Just to, just to feel anything. Like if Da Vinci Code, I was like, I'm cutting myself just to feel things, you to know. See if I still feel exactly. So this this had funny shit. Uh, Ewan McCracken, you know, detonating an antimatter bomb, <laughs> flying a helicopter. You, you can't really beat that. <laughs> Quite something. You know, the, this at least be, this at least like had the pretense of being a movie that wanted to entertain me. Right. So I'm gonna give it one Judd because it's still fucking terrible. Oh yeah, can't overstay, and looks like absolute looks like garbage. ass. Uh, I'm gonna give it zero Douglases. Yeah. And I'm going to give it uh, 10 out of 10 uh, antimatter bombs. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm going to go ahead, because I think I'm just like a full star ahead of you. Maybe maybe in all of these. We'll find out. Well, pro- I don't know about the third one. But I do, uh, this is the closest this series came to me actually liking one of these, mm-hmm. even though it's, it is terrible. It looks like shit. That's a strong demerit. I don't like the way Ron Howard directs on a good day, with the exception of maybe, I don't know, Splash or Apollo 13 or something like that. Um Sploosh. Splarsh. Splish. <laughs> um, All day. No. <laughs> and and they're still doing the sort of like putting ponying up money for character like good good character actors to fill out the cast. Which I mean they, the, thir- which they the, third the third one. The third one. No, no, the third one is stacked. Is it? Well, you'll have to explain oh, what yeah. that means to me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I didn't. Rec- I hardly recognize. Lots of good character in actors one. in that one. Um. So uh, and and again, I you know I can't stress enough, fucking animator bomb going over the van, and like lots yeah, of crazy gnarly violence. Like this is honestly kind of pushing the constraints of a PG thirteen. Like I feel I don't know if it it necessarily deserves an R, but like jeez, people are being burned alive and it's lots of blood. Right. Anytime someone gets shot too, there's like people get shot in the head and blood sprays everywhere. Yeah. There's a scene right after right after um that guy gets burned alive where someone gets their throat slashed mm. and it's like a full on just like a horror movie throat slashing where like there's there's like a jeez. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> grim. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's gruesome. <laughs> and they're all cardinals and shit too. Absolutely. Who've been kidnapped and branded and stuff. 
And then, yeah, z- zero Douglases, no no crazy fuck rituals, no Paul Bettany buttocks. No. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing at all. Nothing at all. <laughs> Nothing at all. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to give it um, uh, three. No, I'm going to give it 10 out of 10 squirt ring blood lung splatter <laughs> things. But, uh, honestly, even I like that even more than the antimatter bomb. So that, that was very unexpected. Uh, I'm going to give it one and a half. Mm. Uh, wow. I'm dropping it. I probably would have given it two, actually, but I'm dropping it a half because the, the thing I thought was funny and it turned out to not be the... T- I, I misread I misread the poorly constructed uh, mm-hmm. joke that they made. So not a good director. Fuck, for, fuck you. Fuck you guys. Not good writers. Not, a, not good writers. Not a good director. Uh, mm-hmm. Zero mm-hmm. zero Douglases, and I'm going to give it t- I don't know, 10 out of 10 self-immolated Ewan McCrackens. Mm. Boy, oh boy. Because he really sets himself on Another fire. person being brutally burnt alive. <laughs> ah! Ah! PG-13. I didn't think this would hurt so much. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't pee in more pain. I made a huge mistake. <laughs> so, it seemed like a good idea at the time. And Ron Howard narrates. On the next Angels and Demons. He thought it wouldn't hurt. It did. It did. <laughs> this movie, this third movie, Inferno, is technically the best one. I think so. It appears you're out of options. Tell me about the threat known as Inferno. <laughs> Professor Langdon, we need your help. Three days ago, a man killed himself. We think he was part of something much bigger. There was a package in his pocket. And what was it? Dante's Inferno. Dante defined our modern conception of hell 700 years ago. But these circles of hell have been rearranged. Why Dante? Why this map of hell? Dante. Dante's death mask. Yes. We've got to get to Florence. I think... I think it's technically the best one because it's the the one that moves the fastest. It's shorter. It's yes, the short, it's, it's the shortest. shortest. you got to give it that. And I, it's still a goddamn two hours It long. has actors I like giving performances I found amusing. In at least two cases. Wow. I'm extremely curious to find out what this yeah. is, what that is. I know one of them. And uh, it has the it has the plot that I was the most confused by. The most? Well, yeah. it doesn't make... It doesn't make any sense to me what happened in this movie. I mean... Okay. So... Uh, it's, it starts with Ben Foster running away from people. Ben Foster is Elon Musk. Bananas Foster. Yeah, and he kills himself. Elon Musk wishes he yeah, was Ben right. Foster. In this ben movie. Foster is like one of these TED Talk billionaire guys who actually believes his own bullshit, which yeah. is not right. a thing. And he's concerned right. with overpopulation. And he says, "We're you know, in one minute to midnight, there's going to be 40 billion people on Earth in two years, and we're all going to die." <laughs> uh, and so, but but you see him like being chased by these dudes, uh, including Omar Sy, who is like a famous French actor from the uh, that movie, The Intouchables. Oh. Oh, okay. He's also in the new Jurassic Park. He's Chris Pratt's buddy in uh, Jurassic World. Oh. Anyway, uh, jeez, yeah. And so, but Ben Foster jumps out the window and dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, cut to uh, Langdon Alger waking up in the hospital with amnesia and a big lump on his noodle, and uh, and he's being attended to by by Doctor Rogue One. Doctor Rogue One. Uh, and uh, then hospital doors don't have locks. Yeah, Felicity Jones, not Huffman. Correct. Yes, Felicity Jones, not Huffman. We'll we will be calling her Ken Rilo. 
I'm gonna call her. I'm gonna call her. I'm gonna call her Doctor Rogue One. Bafo Dougalstein. Hey, whatever her character's name is. Bafo Dougalstein, I think. It's pretty good. Luke Skywalker of the of the Dantooine Dougalsteins. Bafo Dougalstein. Get me Bafo Dougalstein. Only Buffo Dugalstein can do this caper. Wait, that doesn't make sense. But Jesus. Sorry. That's good. Was that? But this is, okay, so the first... Um, but I like when the assassin lady shows up and kills the nurse and like then it, like, it starts right away. It's it like, we gotta go. right away, which is bananas that's for what one I, of these movies. That's what I liked about it is it starts right away. Although once all the stuff is revealed, it's just as stupid. Now I want to point out, more, I wanna point out something that's really important later on in the movie. There's a bag of bloodied clothes next to Tom Hanks. When the shit hits the fan and the assassin lady starts coming up and shooting shooting people, Tom Hanks puts the clothes on and they abscond. Wow. Uh, that will become important later in a thing that I think is one of the most absurd things in any of these movies. <laughs> but in any case, can we skip to the to the plot because I'm really confused about what okay, happens. Okay, well, so so he so. Ben Foster wants to Thanos Earth. He wants to Thanos Earth. He wants to kill most of the people to prevent will, massive I, overpopulation. I believe it's half the population. Yeah. I enjoy and his his reading of the data is really funny. It reminds me of that uh, that uh, Simpsons graphic where Lisa's teeth are growing through her head. <laughs> yeah, where yeah. you're just sort of like, that's, but that's not how teeth work. Like, they don't just keep growing. Where he goes, like, uh, in, like, 1800, the population of the Earth was, this was 1 billion. And so it's grown exponentially to 8 billion now. And if we and if this continues, then in 30 years, it will be 740 trillion. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, well, it's gonna number. T- that's not, it's not just going to keep going like that. And he uses you the bacteria. have a drawing of a planet with people falling off of it. <laughs> <laughs> Too many people. We're all stacked so on each other. Stupid. Uh, so yeah, he wants to Thanos Earth and uh, reduce the population by half. But he's, but he's dead, as we saw. He's dead, the first. right? He's dead. He but killed that's himself. Part of it, and and it's a true believer. He's and to that end, he's designed a super biological weapon, a virus called Inferno. Inferno, named after Dante's Inferno for some reason, uh, that that he wants to unleash uh, upon the population. And as we know from a real virus being unleashed upon the population recently, mm-hmm. uh, people people would ca- people would care a lot less than they uh, do in they this movie. They seem to, yeah. They have a lot of a lot of half the half the people would be like, eh, thug it. Although the, this disease <laughs> seems to be like way deadlier. Sure, but I have I have uh, after after COVID I have trou- oh, yeah. I have trouble believing if there was like a, a disease that was like, like if it was like was Ebola like, or if it was like in, in in any of these thrillers like yeah. in Contagion or something where it's like this is a really lethal disease that it just fucking wipes people out or if it was like Miss Captain Trips or something yeah yeah I I have trouble now believing any of the stuff from those thrillers I have trouble believing that uh, anybody that would do most, anything that that, I, that not half the people half the people would just go like eh, fuck it who fucking gives a shit yeah. you have to do this one thing to stop it from killing you I'm not gonna do it if the disease killed me would that own the libs, then, yeah. then, then let I'm, it kill I'm me. I'm not going to fucking do it. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> so, they, there's, <laughs> this leads, this leads to, uh, this leads but the to, first, a, but the first half of the movie before, like, I before, love, I love just watching Matt just try and remember a movie he watched yesterday. <laughs> I watched this like less than 12 hours ago. I know, it's just funny, because yeah. that's what these movies do to you, you're just like, oh, fuck. I might I be it. the only person on the planet that's seen this movie twice. I've now seen this twice. Oh, this is my second viewing. All right. I've seen, I've seen the second two only the, only the one time. Yeah, of the, course. The, of the, course. The, the, the second two I have now seen twice. Uh, okay, so. Spoiler alert, Dr. Rogue One turns out to be Ben Foster's girlfriend. Yeah. 
who is helping to... Botho Dinkelstein. To, yes, Bothel Dugelstein is trying to release the virus. She's a betrayer all along. She was, yes. So, and also, there's a, there's a mysterious shadowy corporation led by Irfan Khan, who, in my opinion, gives an actually funny performance as, like, this shady, yeah, yeah. This shady corporate assassin He's like a assassin 24 dude. character. Yeah. He's, he's fun, though. Like, he, he shows up and he's, he's like, a, he's like he a businessman, but then also he, like, fucking uh, he kills dudes fights people. And shit. Yeah. He gets to do dry wit. I get to do, uh, hey, look, this is, uh, he's, sorry, sorry he's for all that. Cool. This is just how it goes. Boy, does he get stabbed a lot at the end. But, and he, but he, made, <laughs> he made an elaborate ruse... To make it, to make it seem like somebody was trying to kill Tom Hanks, but really wasn't. Yes, but then and then, point, and then really at was. some point, then they decided, well, that didn't work, so we do have to kill him. <laughs> Thirdly, his ex-girlfriend, Tom Hanks's ex-girlfriend, uh, Sitsa Babbitt Newson from the Duke of Burgundy of and course, Westworld. Sitsa Babbitt Newson. I know this actress. <laughs> it's from a, my favorite movie of the decade, so I was really just happy to see her. Oof. But she runs a team from the World Health Organization that has commandos, which I thought was really interesting. Uh, like heavily armed World Health Organization sw- who? SWAT team. Who? Yeah, who? <laughs> and so all that shit's happening. Wait, are they called? Are they doctors? They're called Doctor Who. There then? must be. <laughs> I'm a Doctor Who. The I'm time doctor traveling who? doctor's name is who? Doctor Who. Doctor Who. That's strange. That's no, right. No, not Doctor Strange. The time That's traveling right. doctor's doctor name who? is what? <laughs> anyway, uh, base. So all that all that shit is happening. But it turns out that they've gone on this... Everybody's gone on this wild goose chase to find the virus that they know where it is, and why didn't they just let the virus loose instead of do this whole wild goose chase? I don't think she knew where it was, right? No, it's like for some reason it's hidden from her. Well, then yeah. why? Why did he <laughs> that, hide it? Is, though, that, is, my, well, the, is my thing. The question is, why, the question is why, why at did the ben start Foster of the movie didn't Ben it? Foster just go like, I'm going to kill myself, uh, release the disease. Release the disease. Why didn't he just like, have the disease just on him? Yeah, do it exactly. I mean, except that he was being chased, and maybe he was, maybe he was like oh, on his way there. Now this is, and then a, he got caught. This is right? just, this is just a dumb theory, and these movies are dumb enough for this possibly to even be intended as the case. But there is a flashback scene once it's revealed that Bafo Dinkelstein <laughs> um, is is evil. Yeah, and then we get the flashback of her canoodling with, uh, with Ben Foster with the Foster Farms. And uh, and there's the, and they are like going around in their apartment, and she's solving one of these little a, a little mystery that he set up, a little romantic mystery oh, right. that he set up for her. So maybe you're supposed to go like, well, they like doing little fun, I don't mysteries know. with each other, and so they're doing a one last big one. Well, yeah, with their- <laughs> I mean, I mean, <laughs> maybe here's what I assume. The reason there's all that shit is because that's that's because it's a movie. But like, why is anybody ever? Nobody in real life would ever set up. They would just go like, hey, go here and release the disease. Not yeah. set up a fucking puzzle for her to solve. At the very, yeah. Yeah, at the very least, like with those with those old other ones, it's like a lot of these like puzzles are set up by ancient weirdo, and you're like, yeah. I don't know, with maybe a, Galileo would fucking do that. And then also, that. it turns out at the end, the disease is in a bag. It sure is, just in a bag. It's in a bag underwater, in right? Turkey. Yeah. And then they have to in put a it cistern. in, and then they put have to put it in a box before somebody throws bombs into the water that the bag is in to blow up the bag. They have to blow up both bombs. Yes. And they put it into a. If they make a point they put it into a, both bombs. If you blow up one bomb, the bag won't pop. But you get both of them, you're in then business. Then it'll pop the bag. Like, but okay. they put the baggie, <laughs> the baggie of disease, into a into special a disease containment uh, electro box yeah. that, that has lights knows, on. That everybody knows how to work. And, and it has lights on it to tell you that it's that it's okay to go. 
there's three layers of different lights, and everybody's like, ooh, yeah. ah, the light, oh, the lights are green, good. So there's all this hilarious, ridiculous shit, which I really, really thought was like, for the most part, I couldn't follow, but was pretty amused by. Yeah, there's no... There's a trace, there's a None drone chase. None of these movies fucking sense. There's there like lots of SWAT team guys and machine guns there's and the, well, stuff. There's the bad lady who's chasing them the whole time, who's like the Terminator that's after them. Then she gets killed she by gets Rogue killed One. She gets killed by Rogue One. And then, and then that's later, the best part And then the later movie. it turns out that she was sort of not a bad guy. No, really. she was actually she set was up. Of his she whole... was part of his plan to make Tom Hanks think someone was chasing him. I don't know why that was happening. We're not going to be able to. I, I don't think there is any explanation for this shit. Because they knew she was his ex, his girlfriend, right? Right. Or they, were, or they weren't sure. Who's they? The... Uh, the guy, the corporate dude, who's like running the whole, who's running Irfan Khan, who's playing. Who was he doing that for? I, I don't. I'm. I'm. Yeah. I don't know. I'm. What, what was I'm, his motivation in all of this? I don't know. Well, to he was ca- no. He was were, gonna. He was gonna get the virus and sell it because there's also oh. there's also people who are just trying to get it and sell it to the. Okay. Bidder. So okay. So like the so like the the the, the true believers, uh, Rilo Ken and Foster Farms, they're just trying to kill half the population. The this guy's like, uh, if I, I I can find this disease thing and then sell it to a. But then at the end, he's teamed up with the good guys and he's like, let's stop this from happening. No, oh, well, at least the guy that I'm thinking. Oh, who, which one are we talking? Irfan about? Khan, the Indian guy. Oh, okay. No, okay. Who are you talking? about? No, he about? is on the good side. Uh, the black dude. Oh yeah, he's from the Untouchables. Okay, so what's right. the Indian guy trying to he, do? He, the Indian guy is. We th- we're supposed to think he, he's a bad guy. He he's is a good actually guy. a good guy. He what's runs, his... He runs a shadowy organization. So he's just trying to stop the disease from getting loose. Yes. yes. But and his but way he'll... of doing that yeah. was making Tom Hanks think that there was an assassin chasing him and kidnapping yes. him from the the Who lady, in front of her. Why would he want to stop the Who lady? I don't think we're we're, we're not going to figure it out. No, why no, would I'm, he want to stop the the World Health Organization? I'm, I'm not I'm not saying why. I'm saying that's his plan for some reason. Yeah, or was he know. trying to kidnap him from Sienna Miller or Sienna Brooks or Rogue One Mingle Doodlesteins? <laughs> Mingle Doodlesteins. Her name is Sienna. She's burnt. Felicity Jones, not Felicity. Felicity the TV Jones. Show. Felicity Jones. Jones. Not Huffman. That's not not Felicity okay, the TV show. Not the show. <laughs> so. My original, back when I started this whole train of thought, all of this absurd shit is happening, and it doesn't make any fucking sense, but there's one tiny detail that is more absurd than any of it. Oh, boy. And it's the midpoint of the movie where uh, Rogue One reveals to Tom Hanks that she's bad, and she's Ben Foster's ex-girlfriend, and she goes, you're wearing his clothes. Yeah. (laughs) And there's just absolutely no way that Tom Hanks could fit into Ben Foster's tailored suit. The the, the clothes are baggy on him, so Ben Foster must be huge. Tom Hanks is a small guy. A small man. Yeah. Tom Tom Hanks Hanks is is not a small man. He's like 6'1 or something. There's no way that that fits at all. And that that he would not be aware of it. This is an ill-fitting suit that didn't belong to him. And also, just like, why is that any kind of amazing revelation? I think think it has... I think it might have to do with maybe he had the virus in his like on his clothes in a little tube or something, uh. and that that's where they get the virus and put it in a bag. But that doesn't make sense either. No, I'm not going to be able to make any kind of headway on like what's actually happening. I don't know what the fuck was going Is she on. She teamed up with the with the with the black the guy black with guy Omar Sy the whole time. I don't think so. But no, he's an I, I, he, is, he is the guy that's trying to get the virus and just he just wants to he have, just wants it, and to have it, it to sell it. But he's pretending to be a good. So guy. he's so he's not with. Okay, so but he's also he's just a different bag. Just guy. another. So, so layer. and also that whole that whole expo dump expository dump where uh, Irfan Khan finds Tom Hanks and is like kills the guy with the knife in the neck, which is pretty which is pretty cool. He's got yeah. his little like yeah. super it's knife. It's in his sleeve. Yeah. 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 Uh, but he uh, 
then he explains to him that he's just been being played this whole time in the implanted memories or something or made him think all this shit. Yeah, they doped him and made him forget <laughs> all his memories and they faked it. They faked his injuries and it's stuff. It's so funny. So, okay, this so guy's, maybe... This guy's, biggest, this guy's a fucking uh, most genius man on the planet and in two of these movies he's just being played by the bad guy the whole time. Right. Absolutely. Okay, so I guess it turns out that because Ben Foster was being chased by Omar Sy, he hid the virus, and that's why he didn't just release it. And that's why he made the elaborate plot to find it. That and sounds, sounds Rogue One needed, and everybody needed Robert Langdon to solve the puzzles to find where the virus yeah, is. There needed, you go. Th- I mean, they needed Robert Langdon to solve the puzzles. To, okay. But, I'll take it. Okay. I mean, I think so it's So that's why that, everybody is conning and chasing Robert Langdon, because they need to get him to help them or follow him to... Finding the virus, which is just in a bag in a basement it, somewhere. He's going to use his acute powers of symbology. It's just because Ben Foster didn't have a chance to set it off before himself, he died. Himself, because he was being chased by the bad guys who wanted to steal it and set it off somewhere else. And that's why he sets up a clue, <laughs> clues at their house for her instead of just like maybe leaving a note. Yeah, like it's in the basement. Cause that's, yeah, because that's his like because his backup plan is her. Right. But instead, but of her like, backup plan, and so is everybody else's, is Robert Langdon. <laughs> Okay, but just I so, think we cracked it. But just because nobody <laughs> should watch this movie, the Da Vinci Code of Inferno. We cracked the Inferno Code. I think we did. Yeah, nobody should watch this but, movie. But just, oh. just so nobody should watch this movie, and nobody has watched this movie. So just so people know <laughs> that that's all at the back end of the movie. The, the first half of this movie is Tom Hanks having amnesia mm-hmm. and like getting his shit together, and it's shot with lots of like handheld bullshit. Lots yeah. of like, filters. Like, lots of filters with all these like weird dream sequences where he's seeing like crazy like Dante visions yeah. of oh like, yeah. Faces people on the backs of people's heads and melting <laughs> and diseases and stuff, and they keep on, and it's very uh, unpleasant. And, and like the way that Ron Howard does this stuff is just, is just very discordant and just sort of like, ugh. It's just or is thrown, this a whole just, movie going to be like this? It's just I hate thrown this. together. It's not yes. like there's no. Uh, and I believe the other two were shot on film, but this is very clearly shot digitally, ugh, and it yeah, looks bad. It looks bad. All these movies look bad. None of them look good. But it's this one, is but this one looks especially bad. like brown and drab and, and digitally and, and smeary. He's, he's trying to stylistically express the like discordance inside Tom Hanks's head because he's he's on this drug and he's right. got amnesia. But like Tom, but like Ron Howard doing this is not something anybody would wouldn't want to see for any reason. No, it's it's pretty awful. There's a f- um, but yeah. like Tom, but it is also like this character in a different place mentally than we've seen him before. He doesn't have his powers. Like right. his powers have been robbed from him. He's of, like, get, he gets of recall. As he, goes, but. he can't even think of the word for coffee mm-hmm. at the beginning of this. He's like, can you get me some of that brown stuff that you use to wake up? She's like, coffee? And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> now give me that let's sti- go back to that building, building thingy, thingy where our beds and TV, TV is. is. You know, what's the thing he used to dig food? He's one of those guys. <laughs> he's got one of those things going. Coat rack? For a little bit. And so like the first half of the movie is him getting his marbles, finding his marbles. I've lost my marbles. Like the guy in Hook. Um... Did you see that so article that that guy something. wrote the other day? It was like, is is Hook really the worst Steven Spielberg movie? <laughs> like, is Hook, Hook actually bad or just excessive? And it's like it's, it's both. like it's, it's both. Excessively, like, it it's both. It's excessively bad. bad. It actually, is awful. And you and I talked about this, but he had he. If you, did you read the thing? I did. Yeah, I, he I, throws because I because I, I, I threw it under the bus and I threw it. I threw yeah, it I saw up that. Throw it under the bus and I had to read it first. So if somebody was like, did you read? Actually read it? I'd be like, I did read. I did read it. But he 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 takes a swipe at always as being like demonstrably worse than Hook, and I'm like, I understand people don't. 
like that movie, but no, it's That's not worse than Hook. Hook. That's what Hook defenders do. They go like, well, what about Always? Or something. You're like, look, at least mm. pick the Terminal or something. Right, you're like you're the BFG or something like that. The fucking Ready, Ready Player, Player One. one. Yeah. I think There's... Ready Player One is worse than Hook. Anyway, yeah. anyway, well, let's anyway, not get distracted the only by one. this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we need to get back to... Speaking of bad filmmaking... Uh, comparably bad movie. There's a there's a really funny... Uh, there's a cut that I thought was really funny in this, and it's it's not anything... It's not like fancy camera work or anything, but they're like driving down the road, and they're like figuring out, trying to figure out what's going on. And then she she's driving, and they're talking, and she suddenly, she suddenly slams on the brakes. And then they're like, great, well, I guess we're stopped, or whatever. And then it cuts, and there is a huge line of cars that's been stopped by a police bar- barricade <laughs> and it's just one of those things that like as as a movie goes like it's a kind of cut that people don't notice necessarily it's like out of frame things right yeah where you like that but but like if you think about it logically she slams on the brakes like they something surprised jumped out in front of them right but she was driving down the road there's a gigantic line of cars. Yeah. She would have seen that. She would have seen that. It's like she was slamming on the brake for a wall. Ah! Oh, Jesus. Oh, that was a huge wall. I saw that the whole... I mean, but you would have seen that <laughs> miles ago. That's She's like... a terrible driver. That's, so that's, like, that's, uh, kind of, that's, like, that's the kind of movie this is that's like in just the basic ways is like, <clears throat> eh, whatever. It's like, it's like let's, let's, give him a, let's give him a little jump. Let's give him a little jolt right here because this movie's got nothing. She doesn't know how to drive. <laughs> what this movie seems like, and I believe uh, there is some truth to this, is that uh, this is movie is... Tom Hanks and Ronnie Howard on vacation. Oh yeah, shooting a movie <laughs> in there, just shooting a movie. Uh, you know, up maybe half the day. Do you do you remember vaguely that this is sort of like unceremoniously dumped into theaters? Like it was just like, oh shit, there's a new Da Vinci Code movie coming yeah. out this weekend. Yeah. It just sort 30, of like came and went. The Tom Hanks movie made in well, this was only five years ago. Yeah. Made thirty million dollars. Huge bomb. That was total. Thirty million well, in, in the U.S. I think it like maybe recouped its losses in uh, the foreign. But that's markets. his total domestic take was thirty. Thirty. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Cost seventy five. So they even gave it like it's, that's like half as much as uh, yeah. Angels and Demons. So they even gave him a lot less money. And uh, they sh- it sure looks like it. <laughs> oh yeah. It's a shitty looking movie. They they go all over Europe in this one too though. Mm-hmm. They start where's it? It starts in. I believe there's starts in Spain. Spain. I know they go to Turkey. Florence. There's a lot of Florence. Florence. It's Florence. Oh, they start in Florence. It starts in Florence. Yeah. Venice. There's a quintessential thing in this where they go to Venice and immediately realize we should have gone to Istanbul. Yeah, he goes Istanbul. God damn it! Not Constantinople. Let's get all right. Let's get one little chase scene in Venice and then we're going to Istanbul and we'll finish things. How could they not do a gondola hovercraft chase for Venice? The Venice scene is so funny. The devil taking pigeon. The Venice scene is so funny though because it almost you almost feel the character about to say like, Have you ever seen? That movie Indiana Jones and the Last yeah. Crusade. Yeah, this is Have pretty you ever weird. seen that movie Moonraker? <laughs> but it's we're even like, more like, like Indiana Jones. These, it movies, is, yeah. these movies are like very, very uh, boring, dull, poor man's versions of Indiana Jones movies, and then they just go to the same places, and you're like, yeah. well, don't do that. It's don't in- go to the same place where the better thing is from. They even, it would be funny they even Moonraker did a, is also did, they better, did a joke where a guy was doing library stamps, and one of them was really loud. That does happen. <laughs> They find it does? Well, not not the stamping part, but they, because it, no that that happens in the first or second movie oh. where it's oh, a right. similar looking church and someone like cracks yeah, open yeah. a panel in a in a uh, and pulls it up. It's the exact yeah. same thing, except you don't have like once again these are like Indiana Jones movies if they weren't took fun. all the fun parts out because that, cause that joke is out. is corny, but it's also really funny. That's a when great he, joke. He looks at the, he looks yeah. at the what is happening, <laughs> and that guy's all old and shit. I love it. 
but this, but that, that guy that lives in, in that library. That part in Venice is particularly glaring, <laughs> where you just, where you really you're like, don't remind me of, yeah, like, and in the Venice stuff in Last Crusade is some of the most exciting shit with like the fucking boat scene with yeah. the propeller and all this, and it's just Tom Hanks and Kylo they, Ren walking. They go to a movie. They go to a museum. <laughs> They go to a Get museum. Get me to a museum fast. <laughs> they go to a museum. Ask the tour guide if these horses' heads have been cut off, and then he goes, "We should have gone to Turkey." <laughs> God damn it! And that's the whole time they're in. They're in a boat, of course, for a minute. And I think, and I think that someone like starts chasing them for a little bit, and then they like lose them after a block. They're like, "Well, that'll have to do. That'll have to count for an action scene." Uh that's that's like most of the action scenes in these movies is like. That, like, this will have to count, because then we, we got to get back to people explaining what's happening for all the rubes in the audience who aren't able to follow this very... Why? Well, although, although the plot is confusing in this one. Right. Why did the drones chase them? Who sent the drones? The cops uh, are after the them. Cops. The cops. Because the cops have been tricked into thinking that they're bad. Yeah. I don't remember any of that. They're bad. They're like, they're going to get the disease, and then oh, who's after them, and then his, his ex-girlfriend is like, hi, I'm... I'm here. I'm who? I'm Dr. I'm what? Lady. You know, she's, she's fine. I mean, I like that actress she has or whatever. A, she but. has a trained commando squad of doctors. <laughs> I also like to point out that all of these movies have like a couple, at least one or two patron saints of like old Renaissance people. And mm. the first one, it's Da Vinci. And the second yes, one, yeah. I think it's Galileo. It's Dante. This Dante no, it's Dante. This one is Dante. Yeah. No, the second one, it's like Bernini and... Uh, uh, Michelangelo, right, and this one it's definitely Dante, and so you get like there's a da- the da- Dante's mask thing. They oh find God, yeah, what's th- that? This- what's that clue? I have no idea. I actually like because they have to the steal end, it, right? Find a poem on the inside of Dante's death That's mask right. because he's but he stole that before before he had amnesia because they were yeah they watch video he watches a video of himself stealing the mask. What? In, in, yeah. With the security. oh, I don't remember any and of the, this. Yeah. And the very and the very pregnant. Uh, he goes. He goes to this museum, museum and they're, and they're, they're like and the la- the pregnant museum lady goes, "Hi, Robert Langdon." He's like, "You know me? Oh, wow!" And she goes, "You want to see that mask again?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure. You were just here yesterday. Oh, okay." Yeah. And then they see that the mask is not there, and they they're like, "Oh no!" And then they we go should watch up, security. Let's footage. watch the security footage, and then wow, well, like he's he's stealing it. Yeah, and he sees himself stealing it with the security lady. He's like, "Uh oh." <laughs> Why did he do that? Uh, because the clue. The clue. But he, so he was on the case well, he of was the working, missing virus well, no, before he well, had amnesia. Yes, oh, because no, we've unraveled. No, it because well, because remember, because when he gets kidnapped, he's with his his ex. When they're talking, and he gets oh, kidnapped. Oh, that's a flashback. Because he's working, yes. right. he's working with her. It's a flashback to only like so a he's already right. day before. Because she'd come to get him to help him. She'd come to get him to help her with Oh, I totally forgot the that there was a whole flashback chunk so, of the plot. So she's already got him on the case, but he gets kidnapped by these other guys, and then They make amnesia, him have amnesia. And then he's being, ch- for some reason, they make him have amnesia. But there's a funny line in the, in the uh, where they find, it's Dante's death mask, so they put a plaster cast casing over his face when he was dead. Why did they have to steal it? Can't they just ask to look? He could he's oh, a no. fucking genius. He can't well, just the mask, memorize the fucking poem. Of the the mask belongs to Foster Farms because it turns out he donated the mask to the museum. Right. So they know he actually can't borrow it from the museum. Why would you <laughs> donate that to a museum if it had an important clue to the <laughs> whereabouts of your evil plan? Because it belongs in a museum. It belongs in a museum. Yeah, so, so do you. So do I. Uh, but there is a really f- just a funny throwaway line where someone like is talking about this lost love of Dante's, and he's, he's never able to uh, make it work with uh, his lost love, whatever if, uh, her name if you was, know what I mean. Belladonna or whoever. And then uh, and then they go. Some say that's why he Born looks star so Belladonna. S- some say that's why he looks so sad in his death mask. <laughs> and you're like, maybe it's because he was <laughs> dead. <laughs> 
You can. That's so weird. And like, if you got sad, a sad dead face, you got a dead face there. You can make you can make it look however you want. Man, if that, he that if face he, is dead, you could make it smile if you wanted to. Yeah. I'm just saying. If he'd really hooked up with this lady, he'd have died with a smile on his face. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Man. Uh, really stupid. Just just shooting Dante's Inferno into her. But oh. that's but that's also Jesus. that's what he called it. <laughs> Did you God, know that? That's yeah. what he called his dick. No, I heard that. That's why he named the book that. <laughs> I'm gonna get, I going to call I'm it gonna Dante's I'm going to send you Inferno. to the seventh level of hell. <laughs> Dante's Inferno. It's a name after hey, me. It's what I call him a cock. <laughs> if you're fucking me, it's like fucking an Inferno. If you're fucking me, it's like fucking every criminal in hell. <laughs> my cock is a three-headed demon in the ninth circle of hell. Yay. <laughs> For traitors and murderers, you know. <laughs> Brutus and Cassius. Um... But this, but this leads to like the, the quintessential uh, this Robert, uh, Langdon Olger line uh, at the at the beginning when they like when they're starting to uh, they they find this thing called like a Faraday torch or something yeah that uh, has this like projection of the map of Dante's the, Inferno's map or whatever Dante's. and it has been altered for clues and Tom Hanks goes the circles of hell have been rearranged <laughs> and that that helps him somehow find something. is that the tube that's in his clothes that that's they're the talking tube about that's in his yeah. clothes yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's not the disease, right? No, the disease was just in a bag the whole time. But they need, but they needed him to figure to it, figure out where needed, the bag is. Only he could f- put together the clues to find to find where the bag. Ben Foster had left the bag. Yeah. Oh. Uh, or at least lead yeah. her far enough that she could go like, okay, I got it from here. Okay, I know where the bag is now. She she which like she a, does. Which yeah, she did. At some point, she has it from here. He took her far enough. Yeah. Okay. Okay. This is like more complicated than the Living Daylights. But you're fully, I think at this point, you're fully expected in these movies to just sort of like, uh, let it go. Whatever. He goes from one historical thing to another, solving these oblique clues that nobody could ever solve. It's Except funny, too, him. because whenever whenever they get to, I guess this is supposed to be the exciting parts of the movie, but whenever they get to like the church and they're like, okay, so the painting is there, and do you see the X in the corner of the painting? And that means this. And from 16, you know, then they'll recite some data. That's when my eyes glaze over. That's when I tune out the movie completely. And so, like, now they're running, and I'm like, shit, I don't know why they're running anywhere. (laughs) Or or who's being chasing, who's chasing them, why? Because I was not paying attention during this stuff. Because you're you're like, you're watching a movie, not in fucking school. Oh, my God. And there's a part in this one where they actually go to a library or something, and then they look at a laptop, and they just read Wikipedia to each other. Yeah, they're reading, uh, at a certain point, they're reading Dante's Inferno off of her cell phone. Unbelievable. <laughs> nothing's, cool. nothing's more cinematic than reading from Wikipedia. Cool. It's absolutely astonishing. So yeah, like that's why I'm so confused and forget that there are whole parts of this movie that I just don't remember because I'm really not there. Like No. I'm not there be. at all. Well, I mean It's the, like it's like I'm Monica Potter in Along Came a Spider, just like gone. The movies yeah. <laughs> the movies all three of these She's movies She's not there, man. Like despite us like having to piece together this plot, which is why this is the best one because it, it like at least moves in, in such a way that's like you'll figure it out. Because yeah. one of the we'll things in these is that they're gonna tell you. Yeah. So like that happened to me in both the first one and Angels and Demons. I was like, I I tuned out, I wasn't paying attention for a minute, what's happening? And then sure enough, a few minutes later someone's like, Here's what's happening. And yeah. I'm like, Oh thank God. These movies are designed for you to not pay attention to them yeah. except and then because they will explain themselves to you. And the Langdon tri- uh, the Langdon Olger trilogy, it like um 
accelerates the amount of stakes in each of them as right. they go along. Because, like, in this one, it's, like, the fucking world. This is a full-on, like, Marvel plot. Yeah, they need where, to like, get the, the Infinity Stones. Yeah. yeah. And then the second one, they're going to blow up the Vatican. That's bad. And, 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 like, a big chunk of Rome. Yeah. Sure. A lot of people. So, That's I mean, a lot of people. Not just, not just the church is going to yeah, be hurt. you know. And in this first one, some people might find out that Jesus fucked. Yeah. <laughs> That's the stakes. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe people people will care, but nobody will. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, nobody gives a shit, or will believe it anyways. Right. That's the more more to the point is not so much like whether whether or not people will care. I think what would happen is they would go. Somebody be like, Jesus had sex with a woman, and they had descendants, and one of them is still alive. Somebody would be like, Wait, I wasn't paying attention. What? (laughs) Wait, you lost me in that sentence. Who who was chasing you? Oh, anyway, at the end of Inferno, there's this whole uh, chase fight scene through this sort of a labyrinth. It's kind of a cool uh, cistern area with the cistern where they're running around there, and they so they like it's like one of those kind of cool chase scenes where they are separated by these bodies of water and they they, they you see the they see the bad guys over here but yeah, it's yeah. like kind of a labyrinth so there's also know. like a concert kind of, happening I mean, in the cistern at I, this time i think the movie's poorly uh constructed and so it's not like a good but the, the idea of the scene is like oh this is a neat place to do a chase scene mm-hmm. where it's like you know obviously it's a nice elaborate set too yeah it's kind of cool and then you know and then but then there's sort of an endless tussle underwater yeah that goes on it's like ron howard was trying to get it over two hours like i can't have one of these movies be under two hours it was like coming in at 150 57 he's like it's got to be 201 or nothing so it's just endless shots of people writhing in this water like opening and closing this box felicity jackson kills herself Blowing up the bag. She sure does. Because the bag. Sorry, Mr. Well, she blows up one of the bombs, but not the second. She blows up one of the bombs, but she doesn't blow up the second one. I don't understand how if you don't blow both of the bombs up at the same time. Them's the rules. But if you just blow up one over here and one over there, then eventually the hey, it'll blow up the bag. Hey, man, them's the rules. I get she it. Said but that's why. So that that's why. That's why. Yeah. And but hey, then they hey, managed. If they hadn't said that earlier in the movie, we wouldn't think wouldn't that's know. why. But that is why, because that's what they said. And then they managed to get the bag into the box. The box. They get the bag into the box. What's in the box? And then, bag. and then, while they're the fighting, guys keep on trying to. There's like four uh, levers guys. that oh, you yeah. got to turn to get the box open, and they keep on like a bad guy will like turn two levers, and then someone will tackle him and go like ah, and, and then, then turn yellow, one lever back, and then it's orange. Yeah. And then it's Anyways, green, fifteen and then, minutes later. Oh, and there's a but there's a ni- there's a knife fight between. Uh, there's a lot of uh, stabbings. The one that guy, in the this knife part. guy, and another and another bad guy. Yep. Uh, if if Rincon, well, she kills him. He, Stab, stab, stab. She does eventually, but he's no, he because he get, but he gets in a knife fight with another dude first, yeah. and he gets stabbed a bunch of times. And this is why America's better, because if this was happening in America, everybody would just getting mowed down with machine guns. We wouldn't have to trample <laughs> well, around the world. With all these the knives. World Health Organization has machine guns that are they're not using them. That's right. Someone does get mowed down with a machine gun, yeah. but it's who? What? Who? Uh, Who's got the guns? Who? Not what? Who? What guy has the gun? <laughs> no, who? who has the gun? <laughs> yeah, what's the other asking. guys have the knives. Third base. Where are the guys? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, this is a... Then you get slimed. This is a particularly funny, like, <laughs> they, they, these movies always like to do these codas uh, where they just keep going on and on. And, and of course, this is the shortest one, so this one has the oh, shortest Oh, yeah, when he coda. returns Dante's mask. But at the very end, he re- gives the mask back to the museum. My favorite part <laughs> of this was like, when yeah. he's like, he's like, uh, what happened to, what happened to... Steve, the lady I was talking to the other day, and the guy's like, Steve had her baby. And he's like, oh, Steve had her baby. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Anyway, your museum sucks. Go look in there. The the mask is back. And they're like, the mask is back. And he like winks at the camera. And it's like, wow, he put the mask. I was wondering whether he was going to put the mask back. It should have ended with the theme from mask. My, my, my mask. (laughs) It's a mighty power. That song? 
No, I do not remember that. The theme song from the cartoon mask? No. Oh my gosh. Oh the oh the the car not the mask the movie the No, the cartoon uh, mask where oh, they yeah, have cars like, that turn uh, into th- the other cars. It should end yeah, yeah, yeah. with a close up of the Dante death mask and it smiles. <laughs> Winks. It's not sad anymore. <laughs> Like that, uh, like where he goes, like the, he does the blowjob face, you know, like you know, it's like that. So I was gonna the, say, the, it's guard like is, the guard is drinking, and he's like, "Now I've seen." Yeah, everything. he like looks at his bottle of booze. It's like the sculpture at the end of the Naked Gun, or <laughs> the Naked Gun when he grabs its dick. <laughs> it goes, it's smiling uh, now. Yeah, it's great. Roll credits. Collect your paycheck. <laughs> Congratulations <laughs> on getting paid, everyone who made yeah, these. Movies. You guys get, get a nice vacation paid, in Europe. Vacation. Uh, boy. There's not a lot of great lines in this. Uh, I, I did like this. It, this is just one of the, they say stuff like this in these movies all the time, where you're like, really? <laughs> where I don't remember who fucking. I think it's Tom Hanks. Uh, Langdon Olger goes, you know, all oh, the greatest sins in human history have been commuted, committed in the name of love. <laughs> like, I, really? I don't know if that's true at all. What do you, we're just supposed to like uh, accept like, that like the Holocaust. That's immediately what I thought when he said that line. I'm like the Holocaust. I, I'm trying to think of like how. That's in the name of love. Uh, Um, I mean, Hitler loved killing people. Nope, that's not, yeah. No, but that's not the same. Hitler loved hating? That's a stretch. Yeah, that's a stretch, though, too. His love of hate? I think if you love hate. He loved murder? I think if it's it's because of your love of hate, that just cancels out love. Yeah. It just becomes hate. Right. (laughs) It's not, they can't do that. But again, uh, if you uh, not if you pay four fifty for our Patreon, we don't care what you believe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we made that clear. (laughs) Jeez. Brought it back to Hitler again. We did it. Woo! Um, ratings. I'm going to give this one and a half Juds. Yeah. Astonishingly damn. great movie. <laughs> Relatively <laughs> Relative speaking. to the rest of the trilogy. Better than the first one. Uh, I enjoyed... Uh, I enjoyed the ridiculous plot. I actually managed to follow some of it, as I'm, as as evidenced by the at least we. I feel like we cracked the code. I'm of glad this we one. were able to piece it together. Yeah, we're like a, we're like three Langdon Olgers. Yeah, um, <laughs> our powers combined, we're one Tom Hanks. And, and I did we enjoy a couple puzzles. of performances in this, uh, but it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 Douglases. No. Unless you want to think like a, about the fact that he used to get it on with, uh, with uh, Doctor Who. Well, and, and also there's a flashback of Rogue One getting it on with uh, canoodling with but it's Ben nothing. Foster. But it's, it's pretty very, chaste. But it's very sweet. It's her just remembering that she was in love with him and him explaining to her, him convincing her that like <laughs> this plan is a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> to murder a bunch of people. Or you could give a five Douglases for Dante's blue balls. <laughs> Dante's Inferno. He was so bu- he couldn't. I have the blue balls. I have to shut up. Hey, that's no good, boss. You know it's a bad for you to have a blue balls. You know you can die. Yo, a guy can get really sick if you don't. Uh- <laughs> and if I, if you die from blue blue balls, you look a really sad in death. That's why he looked blue. It's on the blue balls. <laughs> this uh, is my blue period. <laughs> the testicles—they were the size of a grapefruit. That was Picasso's blue period. Was he had blue balls? <laughs> that's true. And I'm gonna give it ten out of ten. Uh, poorly fitting suits. <laughs> yeah. Ben Foster is huge, apparently. Yeah, evidently. Uh, I'm gonna give it. I'm going back down to one and a half. Mm. Um, I, I, Angels and Demons is the winner for me. All right. Um, this movie it is at least once again like someone has at least gone to at least one screenwriting class and they've they they make efforts to move it along and it is almost less than two hours. Mm. These are all very just damning with faint praise. 
And I, but like uh, the thing that kind of knocks it down is I really don't like the way that that first half hour is is very abrasive, okay. and I and it's just sort of like I, if this if the whole movie was like that, I'd probably turn it off with his stupid visions. And yeah, stuff. with the it's just sort of like ugh, I hate this. Like what? Why? Um. Yeah, it's just zero Douglases. Uh, I mean, canoodling no. and the. the <laughs> <laughs> suggestion. It, it, it is funny these aren't, to me. These aren't, there's, there's nothing sexy about any of these. Thrillers. It is funny to me that at least at the very end of the whole trilogy, Langdon Olger is like, "Here's a lady that I'm like, and she's age appropriate, and uh, we like each other." And they used it, to. They used to. And we used to date. And so they t- they're talking to each other, and she's like, "No, I don't think so." <laughs> so he yeah. still doesn't get any. <laughs> Old Langdon Olger can't. Well, no, it's almost like it work. I think it's like almost like they're about to. They're kind of like they're like on the precipice, and then it's like, hey, we got to take this disease back to headquarters. And she's like, oh yeah, work. Yeah, and she she basically goes like, nah, not I don't want to try the relationship again yet. Maybe later, but right now, no, none, none for you. Also, if they're such workaholics, why can't they just go, you know, fuck, and then like. We'll do their no, jobs. Yeah, the how long does constant, it take? Constant work. I bet there's a lot of foreplay with Langdon Oller because he's probably got some reading to do. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the chalice? You know the mean. You know the. You know what this means when we're uh, making that noise during sex is that uh, <laughs> symbology is very interesting. Mm. <laughs> what does it make you think of when I show you this? Penises? A big wrong. Pe- a big penis? Nope. Nope. <laughs> it's Poseidon's trident. <laughs> a big penis. Does does uh, does Robert Langdon have big dick energy? <laughs> yeah, I would, would, yeah, Dan Brown would would write him as having BDE, I think. <laughs> Our hero, Robert Langdon, who has BDE, D, BDE, IBS, big Dante I, energy, IBS, ADD, <laughs> PhD. He's listing all He's the things. human bathroom reader, CBD. <laughs> and I'm gonna give a ten out of ten. Blue balls, death masks. God damn it. Uh. <clears throat> I'm I'm sticking with one and a half. I was almost up to two, but then we had to re-explain the plot to each other multiple times. That's what put it up to one and a half for me. <laughs> I, think, I think I was just like, wait, okay, yeah, no, right, yeah. He didn't. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Uh, so one and a half Judds, zero Douglases, and uh, what did you guys say? Did you guys say... Uh, Blue Balls, Death Mask. I had ill-fitting suits. One. Ten, 10 out of 10 endless underwater uh, oh, tussles. Boy, oh boy. It goes on for a long time. One, 10 out of 10 Faraday torches. <laughs> a thing that exists. I kind of wish that the disease had gone off at the end of this and then it cuts to like a post-apocalypse hellscape where they have to live now and they're like, well, this is what happens when we don't succeed in this kind of movie. Instead of instead of it f- pulling back from from a quiet return of, of Dante's death mask, it just zooms into Tom Hanks' screaming skull. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, it'd just be that it's, it just cuts to that scene from the end of the Snyder Cut where Joker and Batman are going to team up to fight We live in a society! <laughs> I want him to do one last Da Vinci Code movie, and this is with Thomas Kincaid paintings, and they just go from <laughs> one win, win, one windmill painting to another, and Thomas Kincaid wrote messages in his own piss and stuff like that that, they, they, that they have to follow. Could they do one where he is teamed up with the Ninja Turtles? I like that. that. I think that would, absolutely I think that's, like, that's like the kind of shit that would bring in a cross audience. Michelangelo, you know? do you know where you get your name from? <laughs> no, dude, I'm fucking on drugs. <laughs> I'm the partier. Well, well we're all, since we're all here, let me explain it to you. This guy fucking keeps talking. <laughs> <laughs> I want capers on my pizza. What? Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, why don't you explain some more shit to me, Professor? <laughs> I don't get along in at English, all. please. <laughs> Even Donatello doesn't like him. <laughs> He's always explaining my own machines to me. I know what's in my machines. You know, Leonardo. It's turtle power. You know, Leonardo da Vinci used to make machines. Yeah, yeah. Shut up. Look, uh, really, could you guys just tell me how to get out of this sewer? I don't know. I don't want to be here either. Is that a talking rat? It, no, I don't want any more pizza. It that's smells, our dad or whatever. It smells so bad down here. It's the fucking literal sewer Look, of New they, York. If they're not going to do a movie, they could at least have an animated series that's uh, Langdon, that's Langdon teamed up with the Ninja Turtles. Hollywood, we don't ask for much. Mm-mm. Team up Langdon Olger with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Tom Hanks is ready. Corey Feldman we keep, can come we back. We keep dropping pearls on Hollywood with great movie ideas. Yeah. yeah. Tall cars. No, they're never going to do Da Vinci well. Code Turtle Power. Others, presumably. Presumably others. <laughs> Speed Zoo. Speed, Speed Zoo. Zoo. <laughs> That's already been done. <laughs> no, but ours would be feature length. Yeah, ours would be the whole thing. All right. So we got your, you got your rating out? Yeah. We did it. All right. We're do- we did it. We did it. God damn it. We made it through it. Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah, Merry yeah this Christmas. will be out on Christmas time. <laughs> this is our gift Merry to you. Merry Christmas. Yeah. And once again, uh, no matter what you believe, sign up for our Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> Five stars only, please. Five stars only on the Five ratings. Five stars only, please. <laughs> Buy some lots swag. Of, lots of good stuff on that Patreon. Get on it. It was nice notes, too. We like them. We like the notes. I mean, Ma- mail us stuff. Yeah, mail not, us not stuff. Not bombs, but, you know, nice stuff. Don't like, mail us any bags of viruses or... Don't say, weird, don't mail weird us puzzles. Inferno diseases of any kind. Yeah. Um, what are we doing next? A scan, oh. We're doing the Scandinavian remakes next. So we're going to do the remakes of Insomnia, The Vanishing, and Nightwatch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's to come up with a clever title for that one. But you know, you get it. Like late December, it's cold in Scandinavia. We're all going to do the talk, do the talk like two this. Of the, yeah. Oh boy, we're going to stick no. it to Scandinavia. Yeah. No, two of the movies are directed, are remakes that are directed by, by the, the same director. directors of the original. Yeah. So. That's and pretty cool. One of them is Christopher Nolan, so maybe we'll get some more tall cars in here. Oh boy. Yeah, once you go tall This car. is my least favorite Christopher <laughs> Nolan movie. <laughs> <Go> car. <laughs> On that note. Yeah, Until next time, this Merry is Christmas. Killing us. Merry Christmas. Bye. Bye.